It is the Flag on the Play podcast for Friday, July 16th. What an episode for episode 23. We bring on our first ever guest. That's Cookie. He's in the back half of the episode. If you want to hear his hot takes, which your phone might catch fire. He's got some hot takes. You are going to want to skip to the back half, but stay around for the front. We're finishing up the NFL preview of the AFC East. We're talking the Bills and the Patriots. We're getting into some other NFL storylines. Big Ben, Minnesota Vikings. Won't want to miss it. Getting to the great finals game four. Just a jam-packed episode. Bozo of the week, genius of the week, all that good stuff and more. We'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the episode. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. It is Friday, July 16th. It's the Flag on the Plate podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always, it's Owen. How's it going? It's going good. Um, I think we can almost say we're in the dog days. I know we mentioned that, but oh, it's... There was literally no sports on tonight. <laughs> no, there was none. So, I mean, I mean, I know Phil's just been digging deep into the into the like, the like off-season like, trade rumors and the stories. He's, just every, he's just digging for scraps right now. We got to talk about something. Yeah. So... It, it, it's got to be something. Alex, he's joining us as well. He's on my right. How's it going? Going great. Like you said, uh, I was even looking forward to maybe a little bit of Yankees Red Sox, but COVID took that away from us. So, uh, you know, like like Owen said, we're definitely going into the dog days. And uh, But you know what? It's going to put us to the real test. If we make it to September, you know, we're real podcasters then. Yeah. If there's like articles popping up, like flag on the plate drama, like can they make it through the yeah. summer? Like, Don't be surprised to see that kind of stuff. Like yeah. TMZ, like, you know, is All there the internal sites. beef in the locker room? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It might yeah. need a culture reset. You yeah. Know, yeah. The whole nine yards. This is episode 23, but you know. I don't know any famous 23s. So yeah, exactly. I, don't, I think we can skip it. I yeah. usually throw it around. I ask the boys, you know, you got a favorite 23. I mean, it's the GOAT. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Yeah. Yeah. Draymond Shout out. Green, LeBron James. Yeah. Are we forgetting anybody? This is an order, right? That's about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's an order. Now. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's it. That's yeah, all. we got it. Yeah. I don't think we missed anybody there. Uh, once again, we're in the NFL update here. Another dark week in the NFL update. <laughs> oh, my but God. <laughs> again, I don't like to talk about this kind of thing. So, you know, prayers up to the boys in those situations. I'm obviously talking Richard Sherman and... Dwayne Haskins so we like to keep things light on here as I said last week I'm gonna have to give this precursor at the start of every NFL update now while we're in the offseason so prayers up to them hope their situations resolve themselves but the story of today at least it was Tom Brady yeah he played the entire season on a torn MCL and got surgery for it this offseason apparently he tore it in 2019 when he was playing for the Patriots that's what they said so you know so in tune with his body but you know, we just didn't realize torn MCL. So I have I have a theory on this. So you hear like MCL, like ACL, like you kind of think all that stuff's like the same because you hear ACL, you're like, wow, like that's brutal. Like that's it could be a career ender. Yeah, that's like a year. Yeah, I feel like the MCL is just like like it. It's like your tonsils. Like it doesn't yeah. do anything. It's like a. It's like a. What do they call that? Like a freaking. What do they call those organs that you don't use anymore? That you like just like you used to use? They say. Wow, I'm not a surgeon, but uh, <laughs> yeah. like your spleen or something. Yeah, like yeah. your spleen yeah. or like your tonsils. That's what the MCL is. Yeah, like it's just there for show. You know, it's not really doing anything. Exactly. It's not stabilizing. Yeah. Um, 
So I mean, I could have a torn PCL or MCL right now. We don't. You could have a torn MCL. You know what? PCL, yeah. MCL. Uh, I think there's LCL too. Yeah. As long Nothing. as it's not the ACL, I right. don't really care. Yeah. It's like it's like with Amigos, you got your you got your you know you got your uh, your Quavos. Your yeah. Quavo, you got your uh, offset, yeah. and then you know take off. I like forget you can give yeah. if he, if the, if he gets like left off at the border, like just leave him it's down fine. there. Yeah, they'll run the tour. You could say he could take off. Yeah, is what you could say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did some research, and last year he rushed the ball thirty times for a whopping six yards. So I did some research, and I haven't been able to find a book that'll give you an over under on Brady's rushing okay. yards. Tough. But I'm thinking nimble cat now that he's got his MCL yeah. fixed up. So if you can find somewhere that'll take you on that, take the over because yeah. Tommy's going to be rushing the ball. Well, how many first downs is that? It's probably like what six or seven first downs. Yeah, so. six rushing yards on 30 attempts with three touchdowns is one of the worst stat lines I think <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Got stuffed on a lot of sneaks, yeah. but you know what? They'll say that's that's a lot of kneels too. Yeah, <laughs> true. So, yeah, true. Maybe that's why he threw those three interceptions against Green Bay. You never know, just the knee and all that. Yeah, it could have been just catapulted way too far. Yeah. Good excuse. Good yeah. excuse. I bet he was keeping it in the tuck. Is like if I lose the Super Bowl, this yeah, is gonna definitely. be my excuse. Then he's yeah. like, I won. I'll just tell him in July. Like, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't just make it even better. Because yeah. just when everyone's like kind of forgetting they won the Super Bowl, he's like, by the way. <laughs> uh-huh. I played on like a broken knee, so yeah, yeah. it's more impressive yeah. than you thought. A little uh, page out of LeBron's book, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> now, I don't want to say I found the greatest story of the off season for my sake, but if you're a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, this is the segment for you. Now, I, I don't talking mean to yourself here though. I am without respect. I am, but that's fine. <laughs> I again, I don't mean to get too excited, but when I found this, I started to plan the parade a little bit. You know, the reports have surfaced from Ben Roethlisberger's camps that he is, quote, in the best shape of his life and he's become, quote, obsessed with diets and working out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this guy discovered working out in, in his age 39, 39 season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, this info all came from a source from his camp and he also added, Ben's biggest concern is his weight loss. He's been so driven since the season ended, his diet is way stricter than Brady's. okay like stop 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 mentally i don't think you can go from cookies and ice cream to like avocado ice cream i don't think you can either but like i don't know personally that'd be tough i i don't think i could that's just such a huge shift like i just see big ben just at the at the like mcdonald's or at the at the restaurant and he's like ordering the burger right and like do you want the extra bacon he's like no, I'm gonna leave it off this with time. my diet. No, he gets like four Big Macs uh-huh. and like a bunch of fries and chicken nuggets, but he orders the Diet Coke. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, yeah. I'm making yeah. changes. This is stricter <laughs> than Brady. Or he's like, instead of getting the two Big Macs, I'll get the double Big Mac because it's a little bit less. You're right, the yeah. one double. You know, a lot what I mean? of protein in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pack a punch. Yeah. Exactly. So again, if you can find a book that'll give you over under on Big Ben rushing yards, uh, over, over, <laughs> over. He's nimble. I don't even want to call him Big Ben anymore. Medium yeah. Ben, yeah. diet Ben. ben. Definitely. Yeah. I wonder who yeah. even told him that. Like, was that his like his wife, his trainer? Like, they're like, yo, you know how you can prolong your career with diet and like and exercise and exercise. Like, I know no you're a professional fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you're a professional athlete, but like, maybe try like yo, check this exercise out. thing yeah. might help. He probably got Tom Brady's book for Christmas, and he's yeah. like, I'm gonna wait until after the season to open it up. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that video of him last season where he they were just like throwing the pads at him like he wasn't even doing the drill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not seeing that type stuff. We're not seeing that again. Now he just fall over. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Me, he's diet Ben. Yeah. So Super Bowl back on, guys. Just don't don't worry too much. Lastly, the Minnesota Vikings. 
A little bit of a forgotten team here. Have you heard them talked about in like six months? No. No. They went seven and nine. But this has all changed this week. The Super Bowl parade in Minnesota is being planned. Wow. <laughs> Anthony Barr, who's a linebacker, yeah, said, yeah. I really do believe we have a Super Bowl winning team this year. So set the expectations high. And I know you're saying, slow your roll, man. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? But he's getting backed up by his boys. Irv Smith, who's a tight end, he yeah, said, Kirk Irv Cousins Smith. is playing, quote, with a huge chip on his shoulder, and he's got way, way more swagger this year. Okay. I'll tell you why that is. That's because they drafted his replacement. That's why. He's like, well, he's like, oh, <laughs> feeling him, feeling the, he's like feeling him nipping at his heels a little bit. He's stepping on. on the fire a little yeah. bit. Uh, that's tough. But yeah. you know what? Steelers Vikings Super Bowl could happen. That definitely could. That'd be a great, you know, yellow and purple and the black. I was thinking and the, that. That's great color combo. Yeah. And uh, you never know, Mike Zimmer with two eyes, like a full season. That'd be that's yeah. dangerous. He doesn't have to look through the shield anymore. No, the full no. face shield. No. Now yeah. it's no no more excuses. Now it's yeah. for real. Yeah, I'm yeah. loving these. Just the theme of just the like mid to late 30s quarterbacks. We're like, wow. Like maybe I should actually like take my job seriously. Like yeah. this is the year yeah. I put it together. Yeah, now. yeah. Like. I might not win a Super Bowl. They're just now realizing, like, yeah. hey, like, it might be coming to an end. Like, I got to get one more. So yeah. we're going to come with the swag this year. I, we're going to come with the diets, yeah. the I workouts. Could, I could just imagine Kirk, like, texting the group chat, just like, boys, like, I actually have a lot of swag this year. And they're like, let's go, Kirk. Yeah. Like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like your buddy that, like, says he's going to go to the gym, but, like, never goes to the gym. He's like, <laughs> yeah. finally, like, I'm going. Yeah. Like, we're doing it this year. Yeah, that felt personal, and I didn't like that. <laughs> We covered uh, the... Oh, TMZ's at the door. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> uh, we covered last week, we talked about the Dolphins and the Jets for the AFC East. They're considered the latter two teams by Vegas. Uh, this week, we're going to cover the top half, which is the New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. Let's start with the New England Patriots. Oh, and this is like one of your like seven favorite teams, right? So No, 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 not anymore. Phil, I've been, I've wow. been clear on this. I want to I wanna make sure it's clear for the listeners. I was a Patriots fan because Tom Brady was on the team. Tom Brady's not on the team anymore. I don't like the Patriots. Not even they're not even on the list. So you're okay. a Buccaneers fan? I'm a Bucks fan. I'm and a, a Jacks- Jacksonville Jaguars. No, no, no. Fan. I'm a Jets Bucks hybrid fan. Hybrid fan. Okay. You're hybrid like, fan. You're like Rangers for Isles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, splitting okay. time. I'm splitting time. Makes custody sense. battle. Sure. Yeah, custody yeah. battle. Yeah. New goat, old goat. Yeah. That's what you're that's what you're doing over yeah. there. Now the team that got rejected by the GOAT, that's the Patriots. Uh, they've drafted Mac Jones from Alabama. That's obviously the big story. But uh, everything you read suggests that he won't be starting on day one. That'll be Cam Newton. I'm, I'm okay with that. Seems reasonable. Fine. Seems like a Bill Belichick move. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to thrust that kid in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they fought some COVID struggles last year. They did. In particular, Cam. But they also had a lot of dropouts. I think they had the most in the NFL for COVID dropouts. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick's back for year 22. 22 years. So wow. lo- longer than I've been alive, he's been the coach of the Patriots. McDaniels calls plays for year 10, and Steve Belichick actually works the defense for his third year. So shout out to Steve. I like when they cut to him on the sidelines yeah. with the mullet. Yeah, that's, Big that's huge. And they keep saying, like, Bill Belichick's son, like, we know. Yeah. We know. We know. Oh, yeah. You don't need to keep reminding <laughs> yeah. us. They pop up the ground. His name yeah. is always at the bottom whenever yeah. he pops up. They're like, hey, did you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, so refresher again, as I mentioned, the Patriots had more COVID opt-outs than any other team last year. Eight in total. Four were expected starters. They limped out the gate to a two and five start, but they, they it seems like promised in the first two weeks, and then they really crashed down to earth. They uh, showed some signs of life. They crawled back to six and six. 
They uh, beat the uh, Chargers in the Anthony Lynn Bill Belichick showdown with yeah. by a total of forty five to nothing. That was one of the funniest games of the year. So I had to give that one a special shout out. Do you remember the Jets game too? Where they were like Jets were like just doing everything they could to lose it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had some memorable ones. That Broncos game where they only kicked field goals, it was like twelve to nine. No, that was a classic. The Seahawks uh Patriots game was good too. Yeah, week two. That was a, that was a good one. That was a banger. Uh, they finished the year seven and nine. It was their first year not winning the AFC East since 2008, and uh, things got better for the rest of us when Tom won the Super Bowl, because I do not like the Patriots, so that was a good uh, good little gift to see those guys down bad really suffering is. for it once. Really now, the off-season storyline is they spent more money than any other team in football. Yeah. Belichick went crazy. He was splurging. He thought he was playing Madden for a day. <laughs> and Salary cap off. Salary cap off. Yeah. Signed tight ends, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Kendrick Bourne, Owens Boyd, Nelson Aguilar. They traded for Trent yep. Brown. Yep. Big money on defense. They really, uh, they splurged. There's yeah, no other way to exactly. say it. They did. And uh, added the Q- QB of the future in the draft. Now, a couple names did go out the door. Marcus Cannon, Julian Edelman, Joe Tooney. It's the first year since 2009, actually, that the Patriots will not have Edelman or Patrick Chung on their roster. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I, I got the stats this week. I'm telling you, I'm coming in strong. So even though you spend all that, though, it's not really guaranteeing results, I wouldn't say. I mean, in football, the guys who hit the market usually aren't the uh, cream of the crop here. So they're still amongst the bottom of the league in terms of talent from their skill position players at least. But the offensive line is near the top. The defense is looking nice. Uh, last thing to note here is that Stephen Gilmore might hold out or might not report. It's like sort of contentious there. We'll see what happens. But uh, how are you boys feeling about the Pats this year? I mean... I think it's going to be, I know, I know a lot of people are really high on them. Like, I think the general consensus or kind of like the mood in the media is that they're going to, you know, they're going to be con- con- potentially contenders to win the division. Um, I'm not sold. Do you know what the over-under is on wins? It, yeah, I actually have it. It is nine or nine and a half, depending on the book. Yeah, that's. I think it'll be cl- like close to that. I would say maybe they're going to go eight and nine. Eight, nine. Eight, look nine. at that. 17, I was eight. Lucky. Yeah, it's like a slight under. Owen oh, knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when you look at, like, the guys that opted out last year, so, you know, out of the starters that you mentioned, you got Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, and Marcus Marcus Cannon, and Brandon Bolden. And how many of those guys are on the roster anyways at this point? You know, we got, we got I think, just Dante Hightower and Brandon Bolden. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not not really going to make a significant difference seeing as a, a, most of those guys, or at least a couple of them, are gone at this point. And they're not, the guys who are there aren't exactly... Right, yeah. you know. Yeah, like Brandon Bolden, he's uh, he's not going to be doing much for you. No, you know? he's going to be great on special teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to notice his hair in the wind. Yeah. He's got the blonde streaks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know if that's going to make a big difference. I know there's a lot of buzz about oh they're getting all these players back. Like they had so many people opt out. I'm not sold on that. And then the other big piece for me, uh, I like to talk quarterbacks. Um, we talked about it a lot last episode, but I don't think Cam is the real deal at this point. I think he's well over the hill. Um, I we just saw you know too many I saw too many games where he was bouncing throws in front of receivers he was missing guys, you know he he was getting pulled in like the second quarter for freaking for like um, Jared, Jared Stidham, Stidham that's your boy too was my boy he's he's been he's been disappointing to say the least, <laughs> um, but yeah so I'm not sold on him I think I like Mac Jones I like what I saw it's always tough to evaluate somebody coming out of Alabama like we said before but but yeah I think it, it'll just be a question of how Cam can kind of you know play and then obviously the Stefan Gilmore situation so I'm not super high on them I think we'll get a, a lot of the same that we got last year so I like that yeah. yeah I'm not super high on them either like given what Owen said Cam I mean 
he had that he's having shoulder troubles he likes to wear that big little thing on his arm oh, i don't yeah. even know what the hell that is but oh yeah he likes to ice it up if that helps him i mean i don't know but uh i think like cam's definitely like over the hill like you said and yeah. uh i didn't like their signings honestly like bill yeah. belichick always needs to have like six tight ends signed hunter henry hunter henry john o smith um Aguilar. for Aguilar, pretty expensive deals yeah yeah i wasn't a big fan it's kind of like you know you get like you can you have the option to get belts right you yeah. get like three american eagle belts but you could have got the gucci belt yeah you know what i mean i'd rather have one gucci belt than like three average american eagle belts so yeah the snake skin. yeah exactly the snake yeah. skin so definitely should have went with that um one positive though i think is definitely damian harris i think he could have a breakout season Shout out to me for picking him up in the uh, fantasy draft last year. So, But I think he'll be good. Belichick likes to run the ball, so we'll see. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? The thing that I just despise about the Patriots is mostly Bill Belichick, to be honest with you. I think he thinks he's like smarter than everybody else in the league. So he like well, make, for 22 years, he kind of has. Well, for 22 yeah. years, you have the best he quarterback in the, the best quarterback in the NFL. And he has eight. <laughs> best years. quarterback of all time. Big, big Brady fan. Yeah. But so, and I was, I think he thinks he can like nickel and dime his way to a championship again. And it's like, you know, I, I have to see production from somebody else not named Tom Brady. <laughs> and I don't think, I don't think he can, I don't like, I think he's given himself too much credit for that. I think the media has given him a lot too, a lot, you know, way too much credit for, for the success that they've had. And uh, I don't think he's going to get it done without so a So time to ask ourselves the question, if Bill Belichick can't get Cam Newton to the Super Bowl, is he uh, like a bust coach? Like he's just bust not, coach. Like, <laughs> he's not it? I would say you have to, yeah. Fair. You, you have, have to start asking that you question. You have to start asking that question. I would say put him on the hot seat. Um, start interviewing some candidates. Get the seat, you know. Get somebody nipping Definitely. at his heels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get him hungry again. Mm-hmm. And then based on that, I would say if you can bring in somebody else, maybe do it. If you can get like a really good candidate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than that, I mean, just you gotta get you gotta the hot seat will be on for sure. Look at that! Yeah. Uh, that was a flammable take right there. <laughs> that was next level stuff. As for the Patriots' schedule, though, it's AFC South and NFC South opponents for the rest of the division. You know, that's the case for everybody. But the big game they have this year, Sunday night, Week Four, we've all got it circled already. Mm-hmm. It's the Bucks. They're coming to town. Going to be watching that one. Can't wait for that one. That's going to be a classic. But they have two other primetime games as well. A couple things to note with their schedule. Three of their first four are against top six defenses against the pass last year. So you could see a little Cam Newton for those. And then week five, they got the Texans. So it seems like a little natural segue. You know, you put Cam in for the ones against the hard defenses. Definitely. Then you get in Mac Jones when you get to the easy ones. So the other interesting anecdote here is the Patriots played three teams coming off a bye this season. So that's the most in the NFL. Really? I told you I'm coming with the stats. So that they took some stat. L's on the that's schedules this year. Mm-hmm. Now, like I mentioned earlier, total of nine or nine and a half at most books. People are believers in the Belichick infrastructure. Unlike Owen over there, who's just saying he's a product of a quarterback. Yeah. But, you know, eight Super Bowls, product of a quarterback. Uh, some are buying <laughs> them to win the division. Just, so they're plus that's one. That's bullshit. Yeah. It is. They're plus well, one. Have you factored in that Cam Newton's waking up early now? He's waking up. Whoa! You have how early? That's a report. Do you know how early I he's waking up? When is he's he waking, waking up, up? Is he doing a Jimmy Butler? He's waking up early and he's getting an extra reps. Is what the report? Well, how saying. early? Like super like, early. Like, like early. Uh, DK Metcalf. Like early. Yeah. Yeah. Type <laughs> early. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. pretty early. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not documenting it on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, I'm surprised the, the odds aren't lower than yeah. Holy, Holy cow! <laughs> They're at uh, plus one twenty to make the playoffs, plus three fifty to win the division. 
the argument for the over would seem to be you've got the best coaching staff in the NFL, arguably. And yeah, arguably. E- even though you don't know what you're going to get out of the quarterback, you don't see the Patriots being out of the playoffs for more than a year. So nine and a half. Owen, you'd go under. Alex, you'd go under too. I, I, don't, I just don't believe in Cam that much, dude. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I Fair. think this is a tough sell, but I think yeah. it's like right at nine because again, last year they were god awful and they went seven and nine. I think it's a product of the coaching staff, unfortunately, Owen. I'm yeah. disagreeing with you there. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, do you it, think week it was four, a flammable though? take? It could be replayed on this podcast yeah. later do you, on. Yeah. Do you think week four that, that uh, Brady and Belichick will just like talk at like half before the game? I don't think so. I think they'll no, be a hug. No, they're competitive. No, nah, they're not talking. They won't. That'll be a talking. classic like when Bill Belichick was walking out of the Detroit. Remember when he was uh-huh. in Detroit and those kids were asking for a high five and just walked right back yeah. past him? I think that's what yeah, will happen. That's, that's, that could be If there's happens. any handshake, it'll be after the game. Yeah, yeah. after the game after hug. The game, I'm yeah. saying after the game yeah. hug. I don't know if they're going to... Yeah, if there's a hug, no words exchanged. Just good job. No, just, it'll just yeah. be a great game. Yeah. And, yeah. Out. And yeah. then and, and then hug. everyone will ask, so what did you and Tom exchange at, at, at the... And he'll say, we're on to Houston. We're on, yeah. yeah, we're on yeah. to Houston. Yeah, yeah. Look at us. Tom's we're not on... We're living on We're living on September 28th right now. It feels good. Last team in the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. Now, Josh Allen, he returns for year four after a career year. Threw for over 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns. He was in the MVP race. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to win it, but he, he was in the race. We he can was. say that. Uh, he's still without a contract extension as of this recording, but... Hard to imagine that won't be worked out. Uh, Seems like the... Uh, what do well, you mean, What well? do you mean, uh, What are you <laughs> lying mean, about? Has he got his vaccine yet? Or? Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't take that into consideration. Yeah. Good point. Good point. But, I mean, he seems pretty Buffalo. So, for me, it's okay. hard to imagine he won't be back. Uh, Sean McDermott is head coach for year five. Now, the big, big revelation with the Bills was last year their offense was the best offense in football. Oh, yeah. And they probably have the best offensive coordinator in football. They do the most unique stuff out of any team. Mm-hmm. And Brian Dable was not added as a head coach by anybody. So he comes back for another year's play caller. That's a huge, yeah. huge keep for them. Uh, people are a little bearish on this team, it looks like, this offseason. Really? Some are comparing them to the Ravens of last year. Big, big season. To recap, last year they had their best year since the mid-'90s. They finished 13-3. and They won nine of their last ten. And the only loss was the uh, Hail Mary in Arizona. Yeah. They went to the playoffs, squeaked squeaked by, we can say squeaked by, Indianapolis at home, uh, beat Baltimore in the divisional, and Lamar Lamar got hurt in that game, if I have that right. In the divisional? Yeah, does that sound Um, right? I think think he did, actually, yeah. I do, too. I think he, yeah, he he did get hurt. And then they got a hot start in KC in the AFC Championship game and got squashed. Yeah, that was a brutal game. That was a a tough watch. Uh, Like I said, the real key to their success was their offense. They were super proficient on that side of the ball. Amazing stat about Buffalo. They only punted 42 times last year. Jeez. Only one team ever in a six-game, 16 game schedule has punted less than 1990 Houston Oilers. Oh do you know how God. many times they went for it on fourth? I do not know. That'd be interesting stats. No. Yeah, I, I should. <laughs> I thought you, you knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, wow. I'll do better research. <laughs> yeah, I just got called out. A uh, couple things to note last year with the Bills: they had great injury luck. They also had really good injury luck in 2019, and they went five and one in one-score games last year, which that usually fixes itself out over time. Usually, that doesn't stick year to year. A little quieter in the off-season, they added Emmanuel Sanders, a receiver, but they lost John Brown, so it's kind of a one in, one out the door yeah. situation. Added Mitch Trubisky, Owens boy, as backup quarterback. That was a huge, Pretty huge good. move. Yeah. Uh, they drafted pass rushers in round one and round two. Not like they needed a ton, though, because this really is one of the best rosters in the NFL, yeah. and yeah. they're bringing back everybody who was a key piece. So 
it's going to be interesting to see how they do this year. Vegas is putting them at around 11. You can get 11, 11 and a half, it looks like, for the over-under. I'd say it's pretty split. Most people seem to take the over if it's at 11, but 11 and a half, it fixes itself out. High expectations for the first time for the Bills in a long time. You guys see them as real contenders. You think they can live up to it, or you see a down year? I think I think they can. Josh Allen is like, I don't think the Lamar Jackson comparisons are fair. I think he's a much more like, I, I've seen him mature throughout the years. I think he's more calm and collected, and he's really like owning his craft now. He's not overthrowing as many balls as he used to in his first couple of years. And um, I think he could really be one of the greater quarterbacks in the NFL here in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, great, great, co- greatly coached, a phenomenal defense. So I'm going to take a confident over in, uh, 11 games. So I like that. Confident. A confident over. Confident over. That's respect. Get out on the get out on the edge yeah. and make your plant your flag. Yeah, it's gonna be the fall of Alex too. Just because it like just like it was the summer, it's gonna be fall of Alex. I'm calling it right now. The carryover. Yeah. yeah. Owen, you agreeing with him? I I am agreeing with him. Um, and I think it's just I mean, Josh Allen's gotten better pretty much every year he's played in the NFL. I know he hasn't had a long career. Um, you know he's still young, but he's uh, shown a lot of improvement. And I think what's really impressive when you look at this team is that as offensively gifted as they were, they did everything that they did with no running game. Like they seemed toward, especially towards the end of the year, they just never passed the ball. It didn't matter if they were up by 40, they were just, they were throwing it every down. Yeah. They don't like to run the ball. They don't yeah. run the ball much at all on first down. They have the highest pass on first down percentage in the league. Yeah. yeah. So. Who was it? It was a uh, singletary and uh, Devin Moss. Right. And so I uh, actually had a brother that Zach I think had like both of them. So oh, yeah, Zach Moss, sir. If you ever had a chance to live with Danny for last year's fantasy draft, oh, he goodness. drafted both of them, and it was That's a lot of swearing on Sundays. Yeah, so Zach Moss was not got, happy. He got offered to, like, everybody in the league at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I as, as, like, somebody who likes to see, you know, the passing game, it makes me happy because there's nothing I hate more than, like, you know, an incomplete pass on first down, and they'll just run it on second down set up like a, a a third and short like just throw the ball yeah exactly. like i hate to see a, i hate to see like a pass on it on a second along yeah so i like to see more passes um but i guess that's beside the point i just i believe in josh allen i think he uh will continue to get better and i mean you know they're bringing back all the key guys that they need to bring back definitely um barring covid vaccines and whatever that well that's why mitch trubisky's there <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so they, they were doing a little competition in the yeah. locker room yeah. little backup plan and now uh, mitch looks hungry yeah 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 he's Big. all vaxxed probably double vaxxed mm-hmm. right now yeah, yeah he's, he's yeah. feeling good he's yeah. got the double shot and if cole beasley's out we got marquez stevenson it's the next guy my next man up Look don't know that. who that is but way to go it's probably on. double vaxxed uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> loki though if i could two just more add, than cole beasley yeah if i could just add one thing uh i it would have been great to see them add another like second wide receiver for Stephon Diggs, because uh, Stephon Diggs already is just one of the top five receivers in in the NFL for sure. Would have been great just to get some more help. I know Emmanuel Sanders is, I mean, he's okay, but getting a, like a legit number two would would have been good. Like, I mean, even Nelson Aguilar, honestly, I would have taken over over Emmanuel Absolutely Sanders, but too. yeah, he got paid, so I don't know if they were willing to pay that much. But a second guy would have been good. It seems like this is the best chance they're going to have because oh, yeah. you really, in the NFL, you have to succeed while the quarterback's on the rookie contract or you have a huge advantage when the quarterback's on the rookie contract. Mm-hmm. They're able to keep their whole roster basically intact because they pay the quarterback so cheap. Yeah, I think this is really their, their windows now. But again, a first-place schedule, it's going to get tougher. As far as it goes, they're about mid-pack in strength of schedule, but their toughest games are Kansas City and Tampa Bay. They're on the road in both, so 
Those are going to be tough, tough chalk yeah. ups. But you know what? That's you know what that means. When I see a good game like that, that means it gets the big TV. I'll be watching that. Uh-oh. I'll be watching okay. on the big TV. Okay. Yeah. Rest can go on the side. Uh, pretty clean schedule, though. Other than that, open the season home against Pittsburgh. This is a team you'll see a lot of on primetime. They've got four primetime games. Another big storyline to watch. They're obviously going back to full attendance at their stadium, which yeah. it's a big home field advantage they have over there. Oh, so sure. going to be must-see TV this fall, especially the pregame video. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Bill's Mafia. Like I said, Vegas believing last year wasn't as a, wasn't a fluke. They set the over-under at 11 or 11.5. Additionally, minus 150 to win the AFC East. They have the second-best odds to win the AFC and the third-highest odds to win the Super Bowl. So... People are really all aboard the bandwagon. You boys are both going over. I'm taking the under. Boo. But it's <laughs> but it's only because I don't like that injury luck year to year. I don't think that really transfers over those one-score games. A lot more expectations. And Josh Allen's got to prove it to me, man. Uh, he, I mean, prove it to you. He's got to prove it to prove me. Prove it wow. to you. Do this what do you want this guy to <laughs> do? I want him about? to do what he did last year again. I think okay. that when the, when the expectations that's, are there, that's crazy. You're crazy. I like. I like. <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> what do you? What? What? What if they just they, have with injury luck? What if they just have better doctors? Uh, wow. They're I, like the on. Phoenix Suns doctors. Can I, can I share like a little story with you guys? Yeah, like go ahead. Little, like, Let's do it. So I was listening to this podcast. Right, they were talking about the New England Patriots. This was like a little aside in the podcast, and they were talking about how they had all these like hamstring injuries. Mm-hmm. Like they were just getting hamstring injuries, hamstring injuries, hamstring injuries, and they brought in this doctor. This like I don't I don't remember his name, but he was like this really smart doctor, and he basically implemented like his his methods or whatever, and they like cut their hamstring injuries down like a ton. Like that was like right. his thing was like right. it was like just preventing lower body injuries, and they cut huh. them way down. And he went to like become like the pre, like the NFL president of like whatever the medical thing is, and now he owns like P three Labs. You know what that is? No, but it's like for basketball players like where they like idea. analyze like Zion Williamson, right? And like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah like figure it's like out, sports like, oh, science like type. Yeah, like you're, Zion you're, probably needs a lot of analyzing. Oh, for sure, because like, oh, you're you know you're exerting too much influence. Like, uh, what's it called? Force when you when you like dunk and when you jump yeah, down. Yeah, so putting pressure on your legs. Yeah, so that's what he does now. But anyways, I like the point is some like the doctors an individual team has. It can make a difference. So definitely. Oh, I know it can. Yeah. But I'm saying you usually don't see it year after year after year of like of Spurs good. doctors had a tough time. Okay, yeah, all right, since. that's not funny. But <laughs> I um, thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> we might have to throw to the fourth chair at some point. But uh, no, I, I I don't know. I don't think this transfers over year to year. So all right, I, I'm taking the under. But again, to recap this whole division, I do think the Bills will win. I've got Miami at two. I've got the Patriots at three. And I've got the Jets at four. That's my pencil in prediction there. But I think Miami, Miami teeters on like nine to ten. Buffalo's right at ten or eleven. Patriots down at eight. Jets down at like six, five, something like that. Okay. Wow. That's fair. Wow. You want to give me a one to four? Yeah, I I will. I think number one. I I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go Bills number one. I'm gonna go Jets number two. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Miami number three, and I'm gonna go Patriots number four. I hate them. I'm gonna go Bills number one. Um, Dolphins number two, Patriots number three, and then Jets number four. All right. I like okay. it. That concludes the NFL. So we'll be back again on Sunday night. You'll be hearing us on Monday morning. We're going to talk about the AFC North, which is home to one of my favorite teams. So One of the coolest TikTok teams. Yeah, exactly. One of the and team. Facebook Live teams. Yeah, <laughs> team with the best social media presence. Yeah. Now we're on to the NBA. And it's a real joy when we get to the NBA. It really because is. Because for the first time ever, we have a guest joining us. And... 
Yeah, okay, yeah round clap of it up, clap it up. Here he is. Put it's Cookie. It up there. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Let's go. I'm excited talking basketball. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> Great time. It's gonna be fantastic. So Cookie, for those who don't know, he's a big NBA fan. He's got some very hot takes. He's an, he's an opinionated fan. You know, he's, he doesn't like to linger on the Twitter and see the consensus of opinion. No. He forms his own opinion. Yeah. Is, am I, is that a fair assessment? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll speak my mind. Let's go. He's also wearing a Raptors 2019 Champs uh, shirt, so he's got a big plus in my books already. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. So, Game 4 of the NBA Finals was last night. You're hearing this on Friday, and Game 5 will be tomorrow for you. But for us, Game 4 was last night. Easily the best game in the series. This series is tied too. It was a classic game, really. Uh, I don't think it's like up there with like the greatest finals games I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah because I agree. Uh, the yeah, two teams I saw that a are lot playing of that on Twitter. So yeah, but you know what? It's still memorable. I'm 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 gonna remember that one. Cookie, were you watching that one? Yeah, I was. It was a great game, man. It was like the entire. It was crazy the entire time. A lot of action. Milton came, Milton came through, which is what we needed. Let's go. You're cheering for the Bucks. I'm cheering for the Bucks. Nice. I was using the real Wii. Wow. He's a big fan. Using the Wii when when you use the Wii, it's official. It's official. That's like what Phil does with like every team he's ever been a fan of ever. Yeah, like the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We'll get to the Pistons later. Don't worry. Uh I've got the Pistons in here. Like you said, Middleton down the stretch, big shots, finished with 40 on the night. So many storylines you could take here, Chris Paul. Yeah, big mistakes down the stretch, Alex. And you were very frustrated with uh, a Drew Holiday, incompetent on offense again. Four for twenty. Devin Booker was great. He had forty-two. That great block at the end of the game. That was an all-time phenomenal game. So much to discuss. Just take it whichever way you want. If you yeah. have a take on what yeah. we've seen here. So, like I've said all season, it's definitely Middleton's team. He showed that uh, he last loves night. to bang that drum. Bang that drum. Forty points. Yeah, he came up in the clutch. <laughs> He's for not them. loving that take. <laughs> Come up in the clutch for them so many times, gets the easy J's. Um, on holiday, <laughs> the Bucks need him because uh, I don't know if Middleton's got any 40-point games left in him. Giannis is going to give you Giannis, so that's that's a given. But um, I don't know. I know he had, like, LASIK surgery, like, in the like, couple – maybe it was last season or a couple seasons ago, but he, he's missing bad. Like, it looks his like shots aren't close. Yeah, it looks like he can't aim half the time. Yeah, and and you know what? If they were super highly contested shots, I, I'd get it. Like if it was PJ Tucker level, like when he was in Durant's pants <laughs> yeah. for those for that second round matchup, I'd be like, all right. But he's missing like wide open, like from the free throw. Yeah, yeah. So those are some of my bigger bigger takeaways. <laughs> the layups don't go either. So yeah. yeah, those are some of my bigger takeaways from the game. Yeah, I think that. I mean, Giannis played well. He didn't necessarily have the volume scoring wise that. I guess we're kind of used to for whatever reason, just be in terms of, you know, he only had 26 points, but yeah. he was efficient for the most part. He, uh, he shot like, what does it say? 58%. So he shot well. And I mean, I've been saying, I think we've all been kind of saying that if Giannis can play the way he needs to be, he needs to play, which is score a lot of points efficiently and not shoot seven threes, then, uh, they'll win as long as they get a performance, a good performance from Middleton or holiday. They don't think they need both. And I mean, two two games ago it was Drew Holiday who stepped up. Last night it was Chris Middleton who stepped up. And uh, I mean, I would definitely disagree. Like, he's been pretty forgettable for the most most of the series. To, <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't lie. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give Chris Middleton flowers like Alex is right now. But I, I will say like you know give him credit for a good game. 
and he uh you know helped the help them win. He was the piece that Giannis needed in that game. So that Giannis fadeaway is looking nasty. It is like it looks like bad every time. It, yeah. Exactly. Every time, like in the playoffs, he was trying to do that. Like against Miami wasn't looking good. Brooklyn wasn't looking good. But like these last couple series it's been looking he's been hitting them. He, he he needs to shoot so he shoots the mid-range like he needs to keep doing that but i don't understand do you think it's like just like a, like why does he keep shooting threes because he never well, he's, like, he's, he's cut probably it. tired or he something because he hyperventilates in like the first quarter yeah, yeah he's, got he's, some, a, he's a big breather he's a big he's a huge yeah. breather but <laughs> scares bud dude bud panics he's like time out get him out of the game <laughs> i liked i like what you said about uh Giannis's game, he he had twenty nine points and fourteen rebounds, and, uh-huh. and we all thought it was an average game. Yeah, and he, that's uh, how good he is. He no, can put up twenty nine yeah. and fourteen, and it's like, oh yeah, he's just he Run he could mill. have been better. He yeah. could have been better. I mean, he, he's probably so used to only playing like thirty minutes, so now he's actually playing forty two. He's got yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a big change. He probably didn't think Bud was actually going to make him play a lot, like uh, like Cookie was. Yeah. yeah, like Cookie was saying, it was like what under twenty five or thirty minutes a game. He didn't want to, but now he's jacking it up to like over 40 so yeah big change and every time he falls i part of me thinks he's not getting up he does he does always does the deep breath when he falls the, it's like, nice. he's like they're making out with him <laughs> get up they need to get that 4k 4k cam just trained on thanasis the whole game they put do. it like in the bottom right corner like he's after a, every bucket he's a wild human being i just always. think he's gonna get injured before Giannis does again, yeah. dude like holy <laughs> jumping around like yeah. that uh the line for game five is set at suns minus four so Vegas is uh, still believing in the Suns, and I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm. This is a toss-up to me. <laughs> I don't know what to do here because I'm here. starting to think that the Suns might actually win this thing now. Alex might have been right the whole time, which is unfortunate. Which is not a surprise. <laughs> I hate the summer of Alex. <laughs> yeah. He just keeps getting everything right. But if you had to pick a side, Game Five, who do you think is going to come home with it? So I'm stubborn. You boys know this. I don't change my takes unless like. I absolutely have to, meaning like the prediction's already wrong. Okay. So I'm gonna stick with my guns here. I said Bucks and seven. Me and Phil were banging that drum. We were. Even though two, we we were you know, I was very, very I was not confident at all, but I'm gonna stick with uh I'm gonna stick with Bucks and Seven. Um I uh I like what I've seen from some of the role players. Connaughton. Yeah, Connaughton's been good. And if they can get, like I've been saying, like we've all been saying, I think if they can get one of those guys, you know, either Holiday or Middleton to play a decent game, I think they have a good shot. Obviously, playing on the road is going to be tough, but uh, but I just I trust Giannis and I trust my original prediction more than anything. Look at that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Suns here in Game Five. Uh, I predicted that on TikTok, so I can't change it now. Respect. Um, Devin Booker played unreal. But like everyone's talking about, Chris Paul hasn't really had a good game since probably game one. Um, but I think that's got to change, man. I, I just It's hard to believe that Chris Paul has generally been thought of as a choker in the playoffs. He started off with a 2-0 lead in this series. And if he somehow ends up choking that too, I mean, like I don't even know if he can be top three point guard like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, I just think Monty, their, their coach, will will really get them into shape um and, and i think they'll be clicking in game five like they, they can't lose game five at home um i think bucks can afford to lose that game because they're coming back home for game six but uh if if phoenix loses game five i think that's a wrap yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on i i was so i have bucks and seven as a series but i agree i think it's going to be a situation where it's the home team wins up until a game seven like it's building to a game seven yeah. on yeah. the road for the that's bucks. what yeah that's what i was predicting too, too just yeah. with suns and seven Let's go. Which will happen, though, because I haven't gotten it, anything wrong it has the been entire the summer. summer. It's yeah. true. 
Cookie, we didn't hear your original prediction for this series. So I, I, what were you I, having I think the that the Bucks are going to take in seven. I think that the Suns will win game five. Um, uh-huh. I just think that they're, when they're on the home like home court, they just shoot the three way better, and that's like kind of what they do. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. And um, I'm worried about Milton Holiday on the road. I mean, I guess they don't play much better at home, but <laughs> um, I think the series comes down to Devin Booker and Chris Milton. Like whoever whoever plays better, I think they're gonna win this series. Yeah, true. Wow. That was a raw take. That was that's good actually enough. a yeah. nice take. That's good. That was that's impressive. Cool. Let's go. That's Hard to the hole. But yeah, you need like Chris Milton at least two out of the next three games he needs to drop at least 25 points yeah like this is the biggest three games of his career and drew holiday just needs to stop shooting the ball <laughs> i agree <laughs> stop drew holiday just stops shooting the ball he's not even that sick of a pass i don't even know what he is like he's, he's not a natural he's like guard. a dh for defense nah. sometimes i'm sorry but if i'm drew holiday and i'm seeing Giannis take threes i'm gonna shoot threes too like Giannis has to stop shooting the three ball like here's what i think it is though here's what i think it is i think it's like when you're really good you you take those shots to push yourself out of your comfort zone just like kind of like as a challenge to yourself you know what i mean sure. but if i'm drew yeah, holiday in the nba finals yeah yeah <laughs> challenge myself <laughs> yeah. but if i'm drew holiday i'm looking at this guy i'm like you haven't hit a three in like three games like what yeah i'm gonna keep shooting man if i'm him yeah. like i'm not telling Watching him to stop that. shooting but he took 20 shots and yeah. he's playing like defense on who chris paul right so that's a a full-time job yeah i don't yeah. think they need 15 shots from drew holiday like i think oh, they, they like don't. if he if he could just drop like 10 15 points like on a more consistent and on better percentage i think that's all they need from him i'd honestly just give the shots to like pat Connaughton. just give me like a couple like threes and, yeah he's good because he's been draining them too yeah, yeah. Trey. but, but <laughs> I, have to, I have to add though like cookie said bucks have been a phenomenal home team i, I think they've lost they've lost they lost game one to atlanta yeah and the Nets, that, the Nets, they lost. No, no, home? no, no, they no, didn't. No, they didn't they did. They've, the they've only lost one right. home really? playoff game the entire uh, the entire playoffs. So good on them oh, that's right. for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, I'm staying Bucks in seven, but I really i i have been closer. To, I've never been closer this series to change my pick. That's wow. what I'll say. So wait, so the the Suns just lost the last two games. Pretty convinced, like. Bucks played great, and now and you're now yeah, only the, picking the Suns. Yeah, because the Bucks played great, and Phoenix Phoenix has a lot of areas they could improve, and the Bucks yeah, are playing point. really yeah. well. And I don't like the Bucks. I don't like the Bucks roster. I just don't. Like they've they're, they've got four guys that they can like actually play. Jeff Teague's playing 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah that can't this happen. Is, Bobby Portis is playing 21 minutes. Like in the the, if game. and if he doesn't play, <laughs> and if he doesn't play well, or if he gets like rolls an ankle, it's a catastrophe. They're sitting. Bobby Bobby Portis is like leading the press conferences. Yeah, like, yeah, right yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, it's Giannis and Bobby. <laughs> Bobby after the Port, game. crazy. He's eyes. so hyped after he hits like his corner threes. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. unreal. It's he's got, unreal. He's got they an love ugly him. looking form. I don't. I don't like it. I love it. But I don't know. I just think Phoenix is. Uh, Phoenix has a lot of areas they can improve, and they're going back home. They're going to have the final say as far as home court goes here, and Chris yeah. Paul's got to dig deep. Chris Paul's he got does. to show up because, and I, I don't make too much out of everybody saying, oh, Booker was so bad, or Booker was so great, and the rest of the team was so bad. The rest of the team has to show up. Game three, Booker didn't show up, and the rest of the team showed up. So yeah. it's just it's self-evening. It's um, evening yeah. itself up. I'm just happy this past game at least was close because the first three weren't that great. It was always like a 10, 15-point difference. So so that's definitely a plus. Just I want to ask you boys, the Suns had two timeouts there with like 40 seconds left and they just decided not to take them. Chris Paul slips, falls. Like I think you definitely take a timeout in that situation. I think they were down two, right? Yeah, I, I would have used one. I would have used one, definitely. Like why wouldn't you? 
I don't know why. I, I mean, you're 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 away, right? It's not yeah. like you have some crazy momentum, anyways. So might as well like kill it, like calm the crowd down a little bit. And yeah, I agree. I don't know why. If it was I, one timeout, I'd been like, okay, they were probably saving it for like maybe a last second shot or something. We have two. Yeah, I don't so, know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the like most frustrating things for me when I'm watching like basketball. They'll have like players with with the ball and like in a bad in a corner or like kind of stuck, uh-huh. and then they'll like never. Never call timeouts. Like mm-hmm. I think every yeah. time you gotta call a timeout. Oh, I, I don't agree. like you know, just do your own play. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys though, at least for me, I don't I don't know if I'm alone on this one. And I know it's a one time thing and I know we're never gonna see the finals in July again. But it's you know, it's just not the same. I need it in June, man. This should be vacation too. right now. I shouldn't have to be worrying about this. Instead I gotta look at the calendar. There's NBA finals on July twentieth. Like, come on, yeah. Guys. No. Uh, this is this is tough. Phil's on a mission, like he's on a man on a mission against the scheduling. I should yeah, be in he, charge of is, sports scheduling. Yeah. I know the calendar. Like, you honestly bang, should, because yeah. this is this is tough. They should just hire one guy over all the major sports, so there's no conflicts. You know what I mean? Instead of having like one guy, in yeah. each league. But I need like a pretty last minute notice because like I won't think that far in advance. But yeah. if if I could, if they gave me permission to move things like the day before, I would do it all. The okay, time. so I'd be like okay, you're playing tonight. Yeah. So how heat would it have been if like the Bucks and the Suns meet in the final, but it's just like a Champions League format, you just play one game, but like not at like in Milwaukee or Phoenix, just like on an island. Yeah, you're in the Sacramento oh. Kings arena. Yeah, you're in the Sacramento Kings arena. It's yeah. just that'd be uh, kind of heat. That would be. You sell it for pay per view too. Yeah, yeah. You but, put it on the Fight Island. Abu yeah, Dhabi. Fight Island. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay money to watch that. You know what one thing they need to do, I think, in the NBA is not, like, schedule the Christmas Day games way in advance. But oh, was it? it was, like, last year, they had, like, mm-hmm. all these Christmas Day games, and then you got to the got to Christmas, and then it was, like, the Warriors were, like, terrible. Oh, it was, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Or, oh, like, God. guys get injured. Yeah. yeah. That's no, a I agree. good one. It's like, That's a good take. I don't get it because, like, I'm not looking at my thing in, like, my you know i'm not looking at the christmas day games in whatever whenever they announce it like november august august and being like wow i'm booking time off it's like I, we're at home anyways like yeah. i'm watching whatever's oh, on the like, tv they could play like literally like yeah. the pelicans and the rockets and i'll I've, watch yeah which for some reason they always play the pelicans, yeah, the pelicans which, i don't know <laughs> like love zion yeah they do oh, love zion. maybe they play charlotte now they yeah get, they get lamello oh. be the, they love to put the flashy new team in the morning that's what they like to do <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I remember this do. Christmas, dude. I got a, I got a Duncan Robinson jersey. Put it on, watched the Heat play, and he had like thirty points. I was wow. like, this is sick. Okay. Now okay. speaking of Duncan Robinson, and little team, team USA, USA, baby. USA. Yeah, Let's well, go. I got Olympic other ride. Duncan Robinson stories because we're gonna touch the rumor mill here. So you know, usually be the hot stove right now. Normal situation. We're in the finals. We're gonna be heating up here in the next couple of days, getting big into the rumors. The drafts on the 29th. So again, like you know what we do over here? We pile up the rumors. We feed them to you. Yeah. You didn't hear them from us. I'll just read them out. If you boys agree with this, if you think it's a lie, you think it's a good move, you think it's a bad move, you just call it out. Just whatever take you have, I'm giving you the rumors here. The first one, Owen, it's your boy, Duncan Robinson, the Knicks. They're saying they're hot for Duncan Robinson. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't be. They need a, like a good shooter. They need a second option. He's a second option. I hate second option, Owen. He's a second option. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he's... Like, when they missed out on Zion, this is probably the closest thing they could yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. it's the next so, best thing. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised they're not shooting for, like, higher talent. Yeah, I mean... What's higher talent to you? That's available. Like usually, Are you going to shoot for Kawhi or what? I don't know. Usually, they probably want Dame, no? I yeah. I feel like everybody wants Dame. This is a thing. It's like, it's the oh, they're thing. eyeing, like, this team is eyeing, like, like LeBron James in free agency. It's like, oh, nice. nice. Congratulations. That's, good job. That's huge. Speaking yeah. of Dame and teams wanting him... 
uh, the Warriors have internally discussed the idea of trading for Lillard. Yeah, yeah. Doing their job. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, the war- that's the Warriors really doing their job. Hey, got- stuff too. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like they're looking for him. It's like they talked about maybe going for him. Yeah. yeah. They're, that's like, ba- they're doing what we're doing right now. Yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, guys, like, Imagine if we had Dame, they're like, wow, that's wow, sick. Like, we, sick. We just Write internally discussed this. Yeah. Good internal discussion. I don't know how that looked. That looked weird. No? Yeah, like, looked, with Steph and Clay yeah, that's and Dame. No, like, what's Dame going to play, like, they small don't, forward? They don't even have the assets to get close. Yeah, no. So, that, that was, that's just a stupid James story. Wiseman, though. Yeah. Sign and trade. Sacram- bring Sacramento in the mix? Maybe. Definitely. The Heat and the Knicks are aggressive suitors, quote-unquote, for Colin Sexton. That seems to make sense to me. I see, At least the Heat. You know, yeah, we talked about that on another episode, but I just we had did. to throw it in there because I'm I'm out on Colin Sexton. He's just a weird guy. Yeah, I'm like, out too. I'm like, in. I'm in. He's he's Monte Ellis. I'm in on him. Like even weirder though. Yeah, like the little rat tail. Like, oh, it, dude, what, what do you mean doing? now? He's had it since Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Afro. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's had it for a long sick. time. I was. You thought it was sick. an extension. I didn't notice it because it's like why like you usually have your rat tail just like by itself you like, hide a rat tail in a, in a like the a rat style you know what I mean yeah the JaVale oh, style oh I forgot JaVale's rat tail yeah yeah, yeah. you That's like Colin Sexton Cookie I like him I like him he, he's kind of like too. the gritty type mm-hmm. and I think that matches what the Knicks are mm-hmm. and kind of what the what, what Miami is because I remember he was a really good shooter too in in uh, in college and high school. Like he won the McDonald's All American three point. Like that, doesn't that, matter I at all. Know that. Like, but like I was school. watching the McDonald's All American three point contest. In, yeah. Like when I was like seventeen, I was like, this guy's gonna be an absolute star. Okay. Yeah. Respect. A yeah. uh, couple quick ones: the Mavericks, Heat, Spurs, and Timberwolves are expected to pursue John Collins. Now I know what you're all thinking there. The Spurs are in there. What's Phillips saying about this? I'm down. I'm down for John down? Collins. I'm down. Okay. We need some young guys. He'd help the core. I think he actually was pretty good in the playoffs. I don't know why Atlanta doesn't want to re-sign him. I think he's good, but I'm down. I they, like that. for the last three years, have been trying to get John Collins out of Atlanta, and I don't know why. I think yeah. he matches up with Trayon so good, and he's expanded his range, too. Like, when he came into the league, he didn't really have much of a range, but now he can, like, he, knock, he can knock down the three, mid-range. Like, they must un- not get unbelievable along. dunkers. So. Yeah, they must not get along. Probably yeah, you're yeah. right yeah. It's I don't think it. that I don't think it's a like it'd be a bad trade to trade John Collins because I think that the law guys on Atlanta that can that kind of do they they do what John Collins does like catch logs and stuff. Yeah, I think they need guys Compel, that can yeah. put the ball on the floor more. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at that. Cookies like coming him. with the clean takes. Yeah, too. I like honestly, honestly good. Though, yeah. Yeah. good. I'm it's, like taken aback right now. I know. I'm it's it's like uh, I yeah. feel really proud right now. Yeah. Cookie's been known to have some scorchers, and today he's just dialed in. He's yeah. putting we'll, together a 2018 we'll LeBron. Scorchers, oh, yeah. We'll yeah. get to the scorchers. Don't worry. Uh, Cleveland, Indiana, Sacramento, Minnesota, Toronto. Expected to kick the tires on some Ben Simmons. Here's the thing. Half the league's expected to kick the tires on Ben Simmons. Yeah. But you guys are Raptor fans. Cookie, I know, has very strong opinions about Ben Simmons. But how would you guys feel about acquiring Ben Simmons? Like, for the right price, yeah. Like, I've seen some crazy stuff, like Siakam for Simmons or, or like, OG or, like, Fred Van Vliet. No. I think it makes sense if we were to give, like, Kyle Lowry because I feel like Kyle Lowry is the type of guy that Philadelphia really needs. It might not be the guy that their fans want, but I truly believe he's the type of guy they need. So if they got, like, a little three-team going where it was, like, Lowry and McCollum Uh to Philadelphia, Toronto gets Simmons... And then the number four pick goes to Portland, and then Philly gives like a bunch of sweeteners to Portland as well. Maybe that's interesting. Um, I 
I like Simmons. I kind of changed my opinion on him. Obviously, I don't want to overpay for him because you don't know. He did have a 1.7 GPA. Phil noted me that today. Yeah. yeah. In oceanography. Yeah. What? Nice. Oceanography. That was his degree, eh? Or his uh, major. Yeah. His, his total oh. comment was, once I start getting B's and C's, I stop going to class. Yeah. That was the full quote. Big accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you got to keep weary, but... Lowe's a Philly guy. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's... I think they would love him. Yeah, I think they'd love him. He'd... I think he'd want to go, too, to, to Philly and because... And to be realistic, I think he has a better shot to win in Philly than he does. I think it's like a perfect kind of match. And yeah. I think like I think Ben Simmons would would do well on Toronto. My fault. Like I just don't like Ben Simmons' attitude or work ethic. That's a good point. Yeah, I I, I that, see I, that's the thing. Like with me too, I don't think he has like a great like he was in Wimbledon, just like doesn't want to play like not playing for team like Australia. Is he? Not? Doesn't seem like he's yeah. yeah he's not playing he's for like skill development. Yeah, like, Doc Rivers like <laughs> like. Yeah, Gave him a summer workout plan. Let's develop a skill. Like, 1.7 GPA. Like, those are some red flags. In oceanography. Yeah. In oceanography. <laughs> Not engineering or anything, no. but oceanography. Yeah. Oceanography. That's tough. Uh, last NBA note here. Uh, not a rumor, but Kawhi had surgery to repair his uh, t- partially torn ACL. He found the right doctor. Yeah, he found the right doctor. But yeah. basically, it's the same process as fully tearing your ACL. You don't do, like, half the recovery time. They have to t- go in and do the same stuff. You maybe shave like a month off your recovery time. So if you pencil that in, you did this procedure now, which why are you not doing it when the season ends? Why are you doing it right now? Don't understand that. But Drama queen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that would put him coming back in like May, April. So wow. he's, oh, what? So wow. he's probably out that that for the long haul here. Uh, he's a free agent to be coming up. Just an interesting story to monitor there because it's no guarantee that the Clippers would make the playoffs if he doesn't play the whole season. It's not a guarantee. The West is going to be better. The Warriors are going to be better. Yeah. So, I feel this... like the Clippers could surprise you. I feel like just the way Kawhi kind of leads the Clippers, like he's not much of a leader. I think they could they could play well without him. I agree. Yeah, but it's it's still the, the it's not a guarantee. Like they, no, if they had Kawhi, they're they're making the playoffs, but they're not going to have him for the whole regular season. So it's going to be an interesting. My story question to watch. was, I think before he tore his his ACL here, like. Do you even go re-sign him? Because like given the success they had just with Paul George, like I don't know. I don't think they should give him the bag necessarily either. If he's gonna be out till May, he's already had he, he tore his quad off in, in San Antonio. He was still playing kind of hurt in Toronto, but that ended up being fine. He got injured again, like uh, they, and, but they, given how well they yeah. played without him. You could just yeah. use that money to sign someone else. I mean, yeah, they played yeah, but you're not signing someone else that's going to be the same level as Kawhi. Yeah. And I think in this league, if you if Kawhi wants to be a Clipper, he's going to be a Clipper, and you give him whatever amount is going to make him a Clipper because yeah. you don't get a you don't get a shot to get a guy like that every day. You never do. If you're the Clippers, True. never True. ever. Given yeah, the how many first round picks they give up to, I yeah. Guess. So yeah. that's a, like you'll pay him whatever he wants. Yeah, considering what opinion. they gave, yeah. the, they if they get the chance to keep him, they'll keep him. It yeah. doesn't matter how hurt he is or is. I agree, hundred percent. Let's go. I'm loving that. That's the NBA. Put that in the back pocket. We'll be talking about Game 5 on Sunday. Looking forward to Game 5. It should be a good game. And uh, yeah. hopefully some more rumors come about. we got more to talk about. Now, it's time for the guest segment of the show. I say we get into the cookie draft. I say we just do it. We Start it off out. light. Start off light. Yeah. And, then... yeah, and then we get into the hard-hitting takes. Yeah. Uh, for those who missed our... Feels like summer draft a couple weeks back. Which you shouldn't have missed. I don't see a reason why you would have missed that. It was a banger draft. It was great. Yeah. It really was. We take three picks each, and today we're getting a fourth in. So Uh there's going to be 12 picks total. And in honor of our guest, Cookie, we're picking the best cookies. That's what we're doing here. Quick disclaimer at the top. 
if you're trying to take an Oreo cookie, uh-huh. you can only take the original Oreo cookie. Yeah. You can't take the whole franchise yeah. with you, the yeah. whole company. Yeah. But that goes for everything. It's like if you want to take a chocolate chip cookie, you're taking like the original chocolate chip. You're not taking chocolate chip with like an icing on top. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or chocolate okay. chip with peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, or, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the OG. Okay, yeah. it's the OG. All right. No knockoffs. I say we give Cookie the first yeah. pick, Owen the two, Alex the three, me the four. Okay. And then it's snake draft fashion. Snake draft, so you it go comes again. back okay. and then turns back around. But so Cookie, the floor is yours. You get the first pick. What's your what's your top cookie? What's the best so, cookie? Number one, number one pick. Um, my mom makes these banger Pillsbury, <laughs> Pillsbury chocolate chip cookies. Banger, Let's right go. out the wow. oven. They're oh, just like soft, soft and yeah. melting, chewy and, too. Oh, yeah. oh, so good. Yeah, no, that's just like that's uh, honestly that's a great first overall pick. That is that's great. I'm stunned that Pillsbury was the first pick in the draft. <laughs> you can't Honestly, go wrong, I was, though. yeah, I was like kind of surprised, but now thinking about it, I was like, yeah, it's a good pick. Like nice glass yeah. of milk on the side. Yeah. Like. So yeah, okay, all right, that's, that's fair. Uh, I'll back it so up. So chocolate pick. chips off the board. Yeah, we'll okay. take chocolate chip off the board. He took the Pillsbury chocolate chip. That's what you took. Oh yeah. Let's go, yeah. Owen. You're up at number two. <clears throat> okay, so like Cookie, this is probably tied in with a bit of like nostalgia. You know what I mean? Mom makes them. My okay. mom likes... So for just background, my mom loves to make cookies. She'll make like a bunch of different types. Like I'll come home. I used to come home from school, come home from work, whatever it is. And there's be cookies everywhere. She just like makes a bunch of different kinds. Um, and my favorite is a snickerdoodle. So Damn I'm taking it. the snickerdoodle. I was really wow. hoping that was yeah. going to fall to me. It's 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 really a sleeper because it's like not when you think like you th- the name is interesting, but it's not when you really eat a lot like restaurants or anything like that. Like it's like a homemade co- like you're not buying yeah. a snickerdoodle in a pack. You yeah. know what I mean? They they don't sell them at you know no. Safeway or anything. But it's just the perfect cookie. It's like sweet, light. You got the you got the like cinnamon sugar on the top. You know what I mean? So good. Such a good addition. Um. So yeah, I mean, just a classic cookie, homemade. It's so good. Yeah, I was. That was. That would have been my first pick. I wow. love the Snickerdoodle. Wow. Okay. Burning the turf right now. All nice. right. So what with my got? third pick, I'm gonna go with the uh, double chocolate chip cookie. So I'm a fiend for double chocolate. This is chocolate. this is this is <laughs> bordering no... on the veto. No. What? Why? <laughs> because you're taking the chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> no, the double chocolate chip cookie. There's a that's difference. just a chocolate chip with more chocolate in it. Yeah. It's what <laughs> yeah. different color, nothing's the same different. about it. Oh, you want the like the chocolate, the cookies, chocolate. Yeah, oh, you guys. Oh, okay. You guys I, are on crack right now. I thought, I thought you, you were saying two, you put the yeah. two scoops of chips in instead I know. of the one. Yeah, oh. it's like the black cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah like okay. the black yeah. cookie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're always in the variety packs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Macadamia, the chocolate chip, and then the double chocolate. Yeah, there you no, go. That's a good pick. So that's okay. my pick. Good pick. Good pick. All right. Sorry for getting upset. It got hairy there. I got hairy. Okay, so I got back-to-back picks here. I'm coming around at four and five. And for my first pick, I'm going to go with oatmeal raisin. I love, that's, that's a good pick. That's a great yeah. pick. Phil, Phil, Phil I don't think that's I a good know, pick. I, I could that. veto that one. You thought that was a bust. That's a bust. That stinks. Phil, yeah. you know I love those too. I, I'm an oatmeal raisin guy. I like oatmeal raisin. I like raisins in general, but especially Same. baked into the cookie, yeah. I think it tastes just real good. Yes, it does. What do you, why do you dislike oatmeal raisin? I just... I just I just think there's so many better options. You're talking to Cookie doesn't eat. Cookie eats like fruit snacks and like chicken fingers. <laughs> that's his. That's his. The staple of his diet. Like Cookie does not. His palate is is terrible. That's why he had the Pillsbury dough cookie as the first pick. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That made me feel better. <laughs> yeah. And I'm coming back up with five. And 
this was this was right at the top of my big board, but I took it later. I didn't take it for I took a five to make it look better. So okay. Second round pick, <laughs> okay. white chocolate macadamia. Yeah, I mean, a, that's that a grand slam. I that's, think that was yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's a subway white chocolate macadamia yeah. banger. Okay, yeah. yeah. all right. So back to me. I think this the sixth pick. Yep, okay. you're up. Uh, I'm gonna go with the peanut butter cookie. Oh, so. Good pick. <sighs> Those ones are real the good. The war room's happy right now. <laughs> I, uh, I I love that one. It's delicious. I'm a big peanut butter fan. So, and I just think it's a versatile cookie. If I think, you want, you can throw chocolate chips in there. Yeah, throw all sorts of stuff. So, I think you got to get milk with that though. That's where it yeah. loses. Yeah, me a yeah. Bit. If you well, if you're eating just like them by yourself, then yeah, that's like without any milk or it's tough. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. So this might be a reach at at the at this um, round, but um, I'm taking a store-bought grocery store sugar cookie so this is like maybe a christmas cookie maybe you're eating maybe you're bringing this for you know you this is like a, a cookie you're eating at your at your birthday party in like sixth grade you know what i mean they bring in like a pack of sugar cookies like are you talking them. about the one that has like yeah. actual grains of sugar on top no or, no sprinkles? you're talking yeah about... i'm talking this sprinkles. No. i'm talking yeah. so it's like a white cookie like just like yeah just point like yeah but you have like the icing <laughs> on there fill. and the sprinkles on there Eat it at Christmas, like you buy a pack for like two dollars, just pound them. So good. I have those on the list. I'm <laughs> sure you do. I actually am not surprised with that at all. <laughs> That's a high pick, though. I have them. I know like, it's a high pick. That was like my Uh-oh. backup. We're like running out of cookies that Cookie would even like eat. I like, know. That's why he needs to get his back to backs, and he's got two picks right here. Um, for my first pick, I'm gonna go the you know the celebration cookies. No, I can't oh. say I do. Well, hold on, hold on. They have the chocolate on the top. Yeah, yeah. And they're like the cracker type. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, those are fire. I don't know, I don't know what that yeah. is. Those are so good. Can I get you a picture. <laughs> those are so good, dude. I didn't even think of that, man. The celebration cookie. No, they're fire. They come in packs. It's like, oh, I'll pull it up. Oh, he's got it. He got it. It's so good. They're so good. Huh. Let's see this. Let like, you'll know what it is. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That's a good pick. Those That's a good, good pick. It's Those the, on the coffee It's kind of like the wafer bottom and yeah. then and then light. It's like a cracker. Well, graham yeah. cracker almost, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, like a luxury. A almost luxury. Like, they're like a bougie cookie. <laughs> a bougie. Yeah. And then my second pick would be Oreos. All right. See that? I'm that, surprised that Oreos were still yeah, on the board. I'm very that surprised. Was Aaron moment. The original yeah. Oreos, though. I okay. know they they like mix them. There's like the double like that was stuffing stuffed, in the yeah. Middle. Red velvet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like yellow. the regular. I like the yellow and I like the regular. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. So good, good picks. picks. Those are great picks. Um, I'm gonna come back with a little bit of a sleeper here. I'm gonna go with elephant ear cookies. So this is like a oh. bakery like pastry type cookie. You know what I mean? So it's not like doesn't look like your standard cookie. It's like a little bit thinner, a mm-hmm. little bit like airier. Okay. Um, but it's fire because you put the you sprinkle the sugar on it, so you get the sugary like sugarness, and then you get the cookies like good. The sugary sugarness. So that's my draft analysis. Um, I'm going with an elephant ear cookie. Okay. You guys know you guys all know what that oh, is, right? No, I know. Yeah. No, yeah. I so know. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But you lost the draft. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the fans okay. decide that one. Yeah. Okay. So with my pick, I'm I'm surprised it fell all the way down to here. I'm gonna go with gingerbread cookies. Damn it! Oh my god, I was fucking go. Wow, fucking go. So not only like I guess you make them mostly at Christmas time, but I mean whatever you can make them whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But one thing though, if they're snapping way too much, and the second yeah. you take a bite, there's a yeah. mess on the floor. Uh-uh. Like the chalky? Cancel. Yeah. If they're chalky, need, exactly. They you, need to be chewy. Yeah, yep. chewy gingerbread would maybe yep. be a top five cookie. Yeah, that. And yes. also, if you nail it with the frosting, not too much frosting, but just enough to get that sweetness. Yeah. Oh, I don't even like frosting. Really? I, well, like I, I like give it. Me, give me it, a soft oh, one. It balances. Clean. Yeah. But 
those are a banger. Yeah. Those, that that and, would and plus the smell it might be top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the smell is Great fantastic. Choice. Excellent pick. Yeah. And last pick in the draft, I'm up. This is tough. I was really penciling in gingerbread cookie, but wow. to see it go like that is tough. The drama. Oh. I actually made a mistake on my draft board and I put gingerbread twice. So that oh, wow, that's how cookie much scrambling. Liked it. You yeah. s- or <laughs> Phil scrambling? No, right that's okay. I have the I pick have, is in. I have safe. The pick is in. Pick is in. And uh, I don't know if this is too obscure or not, but I'm gonna go with Tim Tam. You yeah, guys ever had oh. you ever had the Tim Tam cookie? Cookie's yeah. not saying, oh, like you know. Cookie that knows what I'm talking about. No, so the Tim Tam cookie you buy at the store, and it's like coated with chocolate, and then the if inside it's chocolate, is chocolate. I'll know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, and the inside's wafer. You know, so I'll show like, them the picture. Here we go. It's like the it's like the caramel. I don't like the caramel. If I had to pick, I like the chocolate. But I'll take the bread. Chocolate sauce? Yeah. It's just regular chocolate. I'll take the bread. I'd recommend them. I've never actually had them. I would recommend them too. I don't know if they're easy to find. I was going to say, I don't really see them in the store. Are they like um, like North American or like foreign? They're North American, I think. Are they really? Yeah. I don't know though. Uh, The only other one I was considering there was, uh, actually I had a couple. The waffle cookie. You know, it's like it kind of like collapses easy. Yeah. It's like waffly. Yeah. yeah, it's like a wafer. Yeah, yeah a wafer type. Those cookie. are fire. Yeah, those are fire. and uh, nutter butter. You ever had those? Oh, okay, yeah. The those peanut. Are they're shaped of a peanut, and then they have peanut butter in the inside. But you already took peanut butter cookie, so I didn't really want to yeah. take that yeah, one. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, if I could just add, then the ones I I was looking at to M and M cookies, I like them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're were off good. my board. I don't really. They're like a bit them. sugary. They're a bit sugary. Yeah, I don't so? really like M and M. Basically, chocolate chips though, just with more color. Yeah. Um. I like the kiss cookies. Have you ever had the ones where it's yeah. just like the yep. sugar cookie, but yep. they put the kiss chocolate thing in the middle? Banger. And then, boys, you like biscotti cookies? I no. love biscottis. Oh, I they're like, so good. I was thinking stop. of putting that. They're so sick. So long shelf life. Yep. Right? They can they can stay up in the cupboard there for a little while, but they're great with coffee. You dip them in, take a bite. Top notch. I'm on you. I like that. So I was just going to go. One of my honorable mentions here was just a fortune cookie. That oh, was, that yeah, was left that completely my off board. my board. If you eat that, you're crazy. <laughs> fortune cookies are fire. I used to eat, we used to, whenever we get Chinese food, I would just eat all my siblings' fortune cookies. They'd have like nothing. Oh, and the savage. You're yeah. eating cardboard. I just, it's so good. Fortune, fortune cookies are good. They are good. They're like, they're like I the big cookies perks be, of, uh, yeah. of going to the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. You guys yeah, are crazy. Yeah. I, knew cookie, though, I wish they were a little sweeter. I don't know, but that's just me. They uh, just need a little more. I wish yeah. they were actually edible. That's what I wish. But you, too much of a mess for you? <laughs> too much of a mess. They don't have a flavor. Like, they're just bad. I, I will admit, they're a little about. hard to, like, bite. Like, how do you even bite it? You it's break just them. very... You break them. Yeah, you, you break, break them. You don't shove the whole thing in your mouth, You're eating though. the paper over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like you've got your mouth like that, though. You wow. do. You can. Yeah. You got to have a heart. It's for tough guys. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. It's for the tough guys out there. So, that's a cookie draft. And in summation... I drafted oatmeal raisin, white chocolate macadamia, That's and Tim Tam. It's a nasty draft. It was a good. It was, was a good great. draft. Yeah. That was what you get. So for my recap, I drafted uh, double chocolate chip, which I double chocolate chip cookie, which I got flamed for and totally threw me off. <laughs> but, but so I thought it, I was like, was what, am I, did I pick the wrong? Like, am, am I? Do I not know what I'm doing? Like, but then I obviously rebounded. Um, I picked. Let me figure out what I even. Picked. Oh yeah, peanut butter uh, cookie and then the uh, gingerbread cookie. Yeah, Strong. you had a good draft. Strong. Owen, what'd you get? I picked, so first I got Snickerdoodles. Um, then I picked, what was my second pick? I got the Elephant Ears was my third. <laughs> the, sugar, the, sugar. Sugar. the sugar cookies. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was such a sleeper. One more time, Such a good pick. <laughs> yeah, you lost the draft. So, uh, yeah, I think I won the draft, but yeah. So, let me, so I had the Snickerdoodles, the sugar cookies, and the Elephant Ears. Fire. 
cookie. Yeah. What'd yeah, you I finish the with? Pillsbury chocolate chip cookie. That's a good pick. Yeah. Oreos. And I had the the celebration cookie. Basically oh, yeah. all chocolate. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the way you roll. You're a chocolate fan. A chocolate, chocolate fan. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. Now let's let's do the cookie confessional here. So he's been known to have some flamers, <sighs> as we mentioned. And we went back into chat history, I, I, and and we found some of your most and famous. I, I have no idea what they are. You do not know what they are. We, we have some of your most famous takes. We're putting you on the hot seat right now. The Lakers lost to the Suns, and the first message you sent was, "That's a wrap for LeBron's career." So <laughs> I, I, I honestly, like obviously he he's gonna play like a bunch more years. I think he'll make the All Star team, but I like I left them off this top ten list. I don't wow. think I did not like what I was watching from Vaughn and I think like he's just declined a lot I think Anthony Davis is probably the better player on that team well wow. yeah Bron, to be Whoa. fair Braun wasn't running back on defense when they were down 20 to that be fair. is a good point point. and yeah, he's getting those gray he's getting the grays well, yeah, yeah. Gray beards. grays like gray beard so it's, yeah uh, I wouldn't go that far I, I don't know you also said that night LeBron should honestly retire mm-hmm Kind of follows the same, uh, yeah. Like obviously not retire, but yeah, I just don't. I don't think he's um, like LeBron anymore. Wow. I think he's just gonna be like a little bit like Carmelo here. You think the prime's over? I think the prime's over. So I think it's been over since 2018. Do you think players should just retire hey, when he won last they... year? What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you no, think they even should... last year he wasn't like he wasn't like the LeBron, like the LeBron I know was is far and away like the best player in the league. Yeah, like even last year you probably could have like made a conversation for like KD. Okay. Well, do you think that the decline that you're talking about is more due to his skills or is due to like maybe like management about like how he's using his body and how he's deciding to spend his energy on the floor? It's what are your thing? Do you think he's just getting worse skill-wise? Like he's just cuz I saw some flashes there and some dunks and some athletic plays where i was like i mean he still got it yeah 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 yeah. sometimes it comes back and like i was excited man and then that game six i was just one of the most disappointing times of my life wow wow you've had a good life the 20 to 23 (laughs) point a wonderful life game six that was tough (laughs) you you have had a good life you also said paul george should retire oh he's just on the retirement beat right now yeah Paul George, Paul George made a nice comeback. He gained your respect Paul, back. Paul okay. George has gained my yeah. respect back. All right. So we think he shouldn't retire anymore. Yeah, he was. Brett no, Martin. I think I okay. think he's good. I don't know. Do you think he's he can good. play as like a, a second option though? Yeah. He plays better when he's like the number one guy. Yeah. Low key though, I'm starting to think that too now. You know what? That's fair. I can I can get behind that. Me too. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Uh, I'll give a couple more and then I'll let Owen oh, check okay, in. Chamber, yeah. This one was my personal favorite, but it's falling under the same theme, so we don't have to comment too much on it. But you said, I don't want to say Donovan Mitchell is better than LeBron, but he's catching up. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I love I mean, these playoffs, like he was, Donovan Mitchell was good. He was really good. I I would still have LeBron above that. Okay, okay. But that's that's Donovan, a good take. Like, Donovan Mitchell got be, to be like top top 20. Oh, easily, uh, yeah. yeah. So you have LeBron in your top twenty. That's good to know. Le- LeBron's in the top. I was 20. scared he was not. He was gonna. He wasn't gonna make the cut. But I thought he was gonna be out the top thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And uh, last one: the Sixers were eliminated by the Hawks, and y- you unleashed a three-step plan to improve the Sixers. Fire Doc Rivers. Trade Ben Simmons for scraps. Get rid of Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fire Doc Rivers for sure. for sure. Okay. I don't know why everyone loves Doc Rivers. Um, definitely trade Ben Simmons. 
And with Im to be honest, like Embiid's like a terrific talent, and anyone would love to have him. But as the superstar for your team, like he is frustrating to have on your team. Okay. Okay. But just because like of injury wise, injury wise, like mental toughness, he's not in like the best shape. I see what he's talking about. Because like if they if he was in better shape, the Sixers would beat the Raptors. You got a ride for him. It's like it's like being. It's like when you used to be like a if you used to be like a Rockets fan and you have James Harden, it's like you love him, but it's like, like he he can stress you out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wow. see what Why he's is saying. Phil being so nice right no, now? No, I see what he's saying. It, like, no, he he, he also comes threw in... Ben Simmons under the bus, which was a complete asshole move. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah, it's true. not the best teammate. Yeah, I see what he's saying here because he comes in hot with these takes, and you're like, whoa. But then when I'm giving him the chance to explain him, he's kind of walking him back. But he's also like articulating context, a point. Like, so yeah, yeah different probably, story. You probably have to. You keep him beat. You keep him beat. Okay, okay. so it's good. a two step plan. Unless yeah. unless you could like trade him for like like not LeBron. Like, yeah. like if you trade him for Damian Lillard, I would take that trade. Would you take Would you take Embiid for LeBron straight up? If no. you're the Sixers, no, LeBron's old. I mean, yeah, LeBron's old. Okay. No, that's fair. But I would take. Fair. Like I would take. I would take. I would take worse players with better tangible. <laughs> Owen, do you have anything for uh, Cookie from I the do. Takes so, Department? Uh, I've got a couple here. So uh, just empty the chamber here. So I have, you were very adamant that Drummond should have been getting more minutes. You said Drummond is a 15 and 15 guy and didn't touch the floor. Like I'm confused about the coaching here. So explain that uh, thought process, please. Why, you, as you're watching Drummond run up and down the floor and basically just run and do nothing else, what uh, what what made you think he needed more minutes? I'd love to love to hear your thought process. Um, like the late the Lakers are struggling. Who who are the Lakers playing at center? They're playing a lot of Gasol. They're playing good. and then like no one even at center, right? Like it was yeah. like almost like they, LeBron they or small. Davis if they could, they went small. Like they needed some more. They needed some more offensive power for sure. Like would you say Gasol's better than Drummond? I would say he was more useful to them in that series. I agree with Owen. Yeah, like in the playoffs, yeah. I mean, Drummond was, like, so bad. Big Penguin. Oh, horrible. Kareem Abdul-Jermond. <laughs> yeah. Like, but does he have an all-star appearance, though? Yeah, he does. Yes, that, he does. like... Yeah. He, yeah, his career just, like... like yeah, that's dead. true, though. I like, don't know what the hell happened. A year ago today, he was probably, like, like worth a lot of money. And then now... Well, well I remember the Raptors were like, we're going to trade Valanciunas for Drummond. And I was like, that's the smartest idea ever. I was just, the Pistons would never do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would have for sure I, taken I would have that. done that too. Like, I think that was like four years ago. So, wow. Okay, I got two more here. So, we'll uh, finish off the basketball here. You said that the Lakers are not very good at attracting free agents. Was the gist of it? I said that about the Lakers. You said, yeah, you did. I actually saw, I saw yeah. that. Wow, I got to take that's, that one back. Okay, let's go. Take one back. That's fair. Take one back. Okay. Yeah, fair. Okay. One back. okay. Yeah, there's like there's like what, what five cities I think all get all the free agents. The Lakers yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely up there. But they. The, oh, I'm I'm starting to remember the take. <laughs> it's coming back. Oh no. They they, they, they love the to shoot. They love to shoot for the stars. It's like like the Nick like the Knicks and the Lakers like they'll get free agents. They're just really ambitious like they think they'll get the whole world every year well yeah because remember when they were did. trying to get zion yeah. like they literally thought they'd win the draft yeah, they, like, yeah there's how no works. guarantee you're gonna win the draft what are you talking about they actually thought they were securing zion <laughs> they're like 20 like percent chance they had a 10 percent chance i remember watching first take in the morning and they had zion Kyrie, and durant photoshopped in nick's jerseys 
Like, what gives you guys any confidence is going to happen? Yeah. I bet they, like, changed the name in the locker room. Yeah, yeah already. already. Like, they had the jersey printed. Mm. Like, let's go. We got him. <laughs> we got him. Okay. So, are you taking that one back or for the record here? Like, I, I think the I think the, the the management of that franchise isn't, isn't great. And I think that turns some players off. But I think that, like, they'll get free agents, like, more than Toronto, more than Milwaukee. I agree. Okay. All right, good take. Okay, and then the last take, it's uh, it's a UFC take. So this was kind of, um, so this was I think before Israel Adesanya fought whatever Vittori I think is his name, the guy he fought before. He beat oh, him I know, both I know, times. I know what you're about to say. <clears throat> and you said so. This is um, Israel Adesanya who's lost one time in his MMA career to yep. somebody who's a lot heavier than him and one of the best uh, light heavyweights I think fighting right now. Um, and you said if he loses to Vittori, who he had already beaten, he should retire from the sport. Is Vitoy that the second fight? Is the fight after? What do you mean the second fight? Like was Vitoy because he came back and he recently fought at like 180, 185. So he fought Jan Blahovich, was which was the one where he put on weight to go up and fight yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And that was when he lost because Jan Blahovich is one of the best fighters at a higher you know weight class. Yeah. And then the most recent fight, which is the one where you made this take, was when he fought Vitoy, who's Vittori. his weight and who he smacked. Well, I'm I'm a big Adesanya guy, and I oh, like sounds I like it. You I want, want him, to, him to be like yeah. a <laughs> sounds like a huge fan, because like he he was destined to be like like you know one of the greatest fighters. I mean, he, I guess he still I guess he yeah. still is, but I mean losing like losing in the middleweight would I think it would hurt his career quite a bit. Yeah, you think it would hurt? It like to the I point think where he, he needs retire. to go undefeated in the middleweight division. And if he just loses one, it's just wrap packing in. We're done. I mean, if you're not first, you're last. Like if you're competing with, okay. wow, that's championship mindset right <laughs> that's there. A good point. Like I'm putting him up with like competing against Khabib here. Like you cannot, you cannot lose. I mean, different weight classes, but yeah. I mean, Khabib's also the greatest of all I time. I think so. McGregor needs to retire. No, I I'll talk about that later. That's part of my bozo. Little foreshadowing. Well, yeah, yeah, a little foreshadowing. And, and we'll Floyd. get to that. Yeah, Floyd. I think is retired. Floyd. I mean, he's he, fighting. He, he's coming back. Who's he gonna fight? Like, I mean, he just came back. It's not a. He fought Logan Paul. It's He's gonna fight the Paul brothers like at the fight. same time. Yeah, two on one. Two on one. <laughs> Cookie, you've been clamoring to come on the show. So, anyone he's been clamoring to do on the show is give us his top ten top NBA 10. players current day. Yeah. So, I I want to give you some some from runway here. You go ahead. You give us your takes. Who's the best ten players in basketball right now? We'll we'll tell you how we how we feel about your list when you're done. Okay, okay. Uh, starting number one, this one's it's pretty obvious, but I don't think it's a clear clear shot. Okay. But I got I got Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. He okay. convinced me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, just him being alone, kind of in that Buck series, like he kind of showed out like what he could do. Okay, I agree. That's number, number two, one. close second, Kawhi Leonard. Wow, yeah, I, I, like it, he was playing great on the Clippers, man. He was, yeah. Clippers were Finals favorites almost once well, once we the like Nets that. went out. I gotta punt this one to Philip. Yeah, I mean he's great if you like playing fifty games a year. He's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not talking healthiest. I'm talking, I'm talking if I have a seven game series, who they want. Okay, all right, okay. sure. I, I can't really. That, I can't really poke a hole in it then. That's fine. Number three, this one I think is obvious, Giannis. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would have had him too. But you know what? Yeah, no, yeah. I would have had Giannis too, but yeah, yeah. good pick. Mm-hmm. 
I couldn't put Giannis above Kawhi just because Kawhi can Kawhi like Kawhi the f- finishes the game can score like whenever whatever wh- whether Giannis he can't always like even though it seems like it he doesn't he doesn't does the shooting yeah. just give him that edge. I'm switching it now we're because that's like recency bias on our part then I, think. I mean you love Middleton because I do I do I love Middleton and it's because he's so clutch so that's why I'm changing it now yeah, yeah. my one two three for the record would have been Durant Giannis. LeBron, I yeah, I think mine would have been basically what Phil's is. Okay, yeah. all right. What's number four? Cody? Number four, hard to play them based on this season, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Harden. Okay, that's this I've, is this is mostly Jokic, on the but... on the Rockets. Um, I didn't I didn't see much from him on the on the Nets, but because I mean he was hurt in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I have him at four. Okay, he's frustrating though. Talent wise, you can't can't just. Well, what frustrates he... you most about him? Ego, yeah, big like he yeah. he he does not play. I don't think he plays basketball the right way to like get a lot of playoff success. Oh, cookies that's takes a great, are, that's cookies, a great point. Yeah, cookies takes are really coming along. There, there. there. He like, came prepared. Five, I got Luca. Okay, okay, good pick, good pick. Six, I got Steph. Steph's yeah. nasty. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I miss Steph. It. Had a great year. Yeah, Jokic is. Where's Jokic at? Jokic. I mean, well, we'll see. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. He's lower down. Wow. You, like you'll see. Um, the so far pretty similar to how it was last year. Seven. I got Dame. All right. All right. I, wow. I don't wow. know now. Over Jokic, I don't know. I definitely don't know. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. do know. It's not. Over. I I <laughs> not, no. really like Dame against the Nuggets. Like I think, I think because I've had I've my issue with Dame has kind of been like him in the playoffs, and he's just he's just in another gear. Yeah, I mean that was a good series. The only thing is like they lost to the team that was led by I mean, Jokic. So yeah, they lost. What they lost in how many games? Six. Six. Lost in yeah. Six. Yeah. Two. I mean the Nuggets also got swept. The the series. They after. did. I mean let's let's not kid ourselves. The Blazers would have got swept too. So Blazers Blazers would have been out in like two games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, set eight. I got Jokic. Okay. Okay. Thank God. There he is. the The yeah, fall. Sl- the fall ends. It, the fall ends. <laughs> He's like Geno Smith in the waiting room. I don't find that Jokic like dominate dominates the game like a mm. lot of the players ahead of him. What? Like mm. takes I, I know the what game mean. over. Like he. Like well, he's a great passer, and he's like like he's a definitely a great offensive talent. If the Nuggets don't play well, they won't win. Damian Lillard, he can he can get a game out if like CJ plays bad. Like Damian Lillard can get you a game. I don't know about dominating, but I think Jokic at least offensively impacts the game in every facet. Yeah, he just dominates in different ways. Dominates agree. in ways that you can't see because like obviously he's not gonna jump from the free throw line and dunk it. Yeah, but I don't know. The most impressive thing I've seen from Jokic was in the bubble when it was just him and Anthony Davis like going at it, and like in the last minutes, Jokic is hitting clutch shots. Davis is hitting clutch shots. So that was like the big moment for me at least when i was like hey this is he's got he's clutch yeah, yeah. and i would say too it's like if you're gonna go to the point of just you know, ability to like, carry a team i mean Jokic had like his second option was michael porter jr so i mean he went a whole series without a second option and they won so i well, would I mean, give him a bit more credit than even dame there all right all right let's go i'm actually bodying <laughs> cookie right. i'm bodying cookie right now <laughs> i cookie my back pocket dude it's just too easy nine i got Embiid. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. up from 13 last year. 
I love wow, cookies I didn't year even to know year. This. There was a last year. Let's go. Oh, there was last year. Yeah. So he he's he's made the biggest leap. Um, and be I mean, I did not. He did not shoot threes last year. Like he's shooting threes this year. Mm-hmm. Like he's. Oh yeah, he had a big step up this year. Yeah. For oh sure. yeah, like he's 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 hard working now. I think Let's with go. like I think like him and Giannis are the most like get out of the way. I'm literally like dunking this on your head type players. And ten, I got Anthony Davis. <laughs> Dropped from I had him four last year. That was might a be recency bias. Yeah, when they won that chip, but he was pretty nasty when the. No, he was nasty yeah. in the bubble though. So nobody would have had him outside take. the top ten last year for sure. Yeah, no, you just yeah. you forget about him because he's like never on the floor. But yeah, yeah, but for last year though, but right? When he was healthy, healthy, he was a top yeah. ten player. I yeah. I can agree with that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. He he also isn't a guy that really dominates the game, like a lot of the other dudes, in my opinion. Eh. Like, like I, I find that like he'll have a good quarter, here, like here and there, but like he's not consistent game to game. Mm. Out of curiosity, okay, sure. where's yeah. uh, where's Trey Young on your list? Trey Young, I got my twelve. Okay, that's actually fair. So he's right on. He's okay. he's in the same spot as Lafayette. Was LeBron eleven? LeBron was eleven. Okay. Okay. Then I went Tatum thirteen. I love Tatum. Beal uh-huh. fourteen. Yeah. Okay. And then I probably would put like Mitchell fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All so right. no Booker, hey. But Booker got a ways to go. I think yeah, I, agree. I think Booker I think the Suns just play so well, like chemistry wise, that they like they do they're just such a good team. That it can I hide if he's not playing as well, right? Yeah, like Booker yeah. yeah, Booker went Booker has some bad games and then the Suns will still pull out wins. True. Yeah, yeah like cause Mitchell has less of a... Because there's always the Mitchell Booker comparison, but Mitchell has less of an op- like he can't really hide. Yeah, but like I feel like with Booker, yeah. with the team he has now, he can kind of hide in games and they can still pull out a win. But if like like we saw with Utah, if Mitchell's like not scoring forty, they lose. Would you say yeah. Would you say Booker's better than Milton? I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. But like, Milton owns the box, so yeah, you love Middleton. <laughs> I love Middleton. <laughs> you love Middleton. That was Cookie's top ten. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. I thought we were going to get some absolute flamers in there. there so. were, what, what were the Heat ones? I thought Kawhi too was very heat. I would have moved him down. Harden at four, I would have moved him down. I would have moved Harden down. Just like like you said, very frustrating player. Not doesn't seem like a team guy. Strip clubs all the time. He's like yeah. Uh, Jokic was too low. Dame was too high. I I I thought there were. I I thought thought it was fine. Other than that though, it was good. Yeah. Look at that. There's your top ten. We'll do the bozo of the week and the genius of the week, fellas. Uh, I can lead off here. My bozo of the week is Barney Chalmers. I know you're thinking Mario Chalmers. Haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, what did he do? No, no. He actually he last played the NBA in 2017, and he was on the Grizzlies. And fun fact: his name is actually Al Mario Vernard. No way. With yeah. a V. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Anyway, what he did was there was a report that the Lakers were looking for a difference-making playmaker. Quote, and Mario stepped up to the plate. I volunteer as tribute type beat. Wow. He's still in the league? Oh, no. But he quote tweeted it and said, please let me get a shot at this. Just a workout. Just let me come play pickup. So I'm down. I, I feel that. I'm, I'm kind of down. I actually liked Mario when he played. For, yeah. in, the Lakers, for the they, they love like the old vets. Oh, yeah. Like that was just struggling yeah. with the career. Guys, like LeBron didn't want him when he was on the Cavs. He had plenty <laughs> of chances. For Cole now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Mario thinks. 
that he just thinks, yeah, now is the time I'm going to get it. If Magic well. Johnson was still the GM, then yes. Like, yeah. Magic would have already had him signed to, like, a two-year. Oh, he for sure would have. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see Mario Chalmers this season, he's actually playing for Three's Company in the Big Three League. I love he, the Big Three. Oh, he yeah. starts with Drew Gooden and Ryan Hollins. Oh, Ryan Hollins, like, Mr. Ba- like bad take himself. Yeah, like uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bad showing up on the Colin Coward show and yeah just bad flaming take. takes yeah and uh genius of the week i actually have two geniuses this week uh huge week for those big brains out there so we yeah. got to give them a shout out my first genius steven cohen now oh, for geez. those who don't know steve is the mets, owner man. of the new york mets and they announced today that starting friday july 30th the mets are bringing back the black year- jerseys the jose reyes the jose reyes wow. it's called blackout friday every home game for the rest of the season on friday Mets are rocking the black. Going to be absolutely fire. They're going to sell a million jerseys. So shout out to the big brains. Are you copying one? No, but they're going to be fire. They're going to sell a million. And my second genius of the week is Dwayne Casey. Oh, yeah, I saw this. For those who are loyal fans of the show, devoted fans, they already know that I've stepped up to the plate and I've joined the Pistons bandwagon full time. This is my second favorite team, and I could not have been more pumped about that decision when I read this tweet from Rod Beard about the Pistons' pre-draft interview process. It reads, Pistons coach Dwayne Casey said in their draft interviews with draft prospects, they always ask if their players, if sorry, they always ask if make their beds in the morning. He said it can indicate whether or not they set the tone for their day and how organized they are. Now, I am firmly on team make your bed in the morning. I, I love... I am too. Yeah. Do you make your bed in the morning, Owen? You look like you don't. <laughs> I, uh, you look like you don't. I used to, but I have not for a while. See, that's you could be more organized with your life. Okay. Cookie, do you You're make your bed in the morning? I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an NBA player, so that's you, fair. You guys, that, gotta, that's interesting. I I kind of like that. Yeah, right. You got to cut to the chase. You got to get the hard hitting questions. I mean, I saw a guy saying this opens a door for a LeBron didn't make his bed, Darko Milicic did situation. <laughs> they, they gotta like they gotta interview like like the top players in the league, and I wonder how many of them like make yeah. their bed. That'd yeah. be a great poll. Yeah, I would like to see that too. So I'm just on team make your bed, and uh, so they're doing this for second round picks. I don't think they have a first, right? No, I, I mean the, uh, besides Cade. Yeah, is this what they like do all the? Is this what they've been doing? Apparently, maybe they should switch it up. Maybe it's not working. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's not working. That's probably why Masai got Dwayne out. (laughs) Do you think if Cade doesn't make his bed, they're passing on him? Yeah, yeah. Mobley season. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's not very drafted so badly that they should do it the other way. Yeah, oh yeah. If you don't make your bed, they take you. That type of deal. Because I can tell you what, like a couple guys that definitely don't make their bed. Giannis has never made a bed. Oh, I'll I think he that. makes his bed every oh, morning. Yeah. No, Thanasi makes his bed for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do you think I can tell you? I mean, I bet, yeah, Thanasi like brings him like coffee in the morning, yeah, like hype yeah, yeah. him up, bed yeah. and breakfast, like Father's Day type brother. deal. Yeah, Giannis yeah. yeah. doesn't even know. Like he just thinks beds make themselves because he goes to go to practice so that he comes back it's just made every time. Yeah, oh, no, Thanasi's I think just in there. Just I think he mets, makes his bed every day. I say the guys who make their bed, like KD definitely doesn't make his bed. No, no there's no, no chance he's no. making his Pat bed. Pat Bev doesn't even have a bed. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's sleeping on the, sleeping on the box. His pillow is a brick. Yeah, he's got towels. Yeah. yeah that's what he's using, his yeah. blankets. What you got, Alex? All right, so for uh, my bonehead of the week, I've got, or Bozo, sorry. I don't know why I keep saying bonehead. Uh, that's okay. Addison Ray again. Wow. Back-to-back weeks. Back-to-back back weeks. Back. Uh, so she was caught on video saying hi to Trump. By the Nelk boys. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not a very political podcast, but there's a few reasons why she's a bozo. 
so but not only did she say hi she came over and she was like oh my gosh like i had to meet you like this is such an honor for me to talk to you minded now like he doesn't know who this chick is like yeah. all this yeah. stuff and then now why this is such an issue is because trump if you guys remember tried to get tiktok canceled in the u.s remember yeah. he tried to ban it completely True. addison was one of the people like i mentioned she before was, that yeah. was praying that it doesn't get canceled because then she's gonna have to go back to college to do journalism yeah yeah so why are you all like oh it's i'm so glad to meet you all this That's type you should you shouldn't be that tight with them yeah second playing of all both sides of the fence here playing both sides of the fence here so addison yeah. you really got to pick so ufc was not a great night for her and then um hold on one more thing did you see the pictures of her like leaving the after party i didn't like, she was buckled oh yeah i saw she that. was buckled oh, like she was God. done like she couldn't stand up yeah. straight like her choose no. her dad was like helping her she had the hat like over her eyes what yeah. the hell yeah not a great not a great day for addison and then my genius of the week uh i'm sure you boys have watched all the hotel transylvania movies D- dude I love the Hotel Transylvania movies. <laughs> I've never watched Hotel. Number two, I love okay, that movie. I've seen like two, three I'll watch times. It. Watch it. Now, it's Genius of the Week because I'm a big movie fan. Uh-huh. I'm sure you guys are too, yeah. but they're coming out with a fourth, Owen. That's cool. So that's good news for you. I actually love the second one. Even better news is they showed it at the Cannes um, Film Festival, which is obviously like the biggest festival in the world where people show their movies. And it got a 43-minute standing ovation. Wow. Are you, are you 43 serious? Minutes. 43 minutes standing ovation. Are you serious right now? Yeah, like the someone on Twitter that has a blue check mark tweeted it. So no way. It's got to be legit. Boys, we're going to Hotel Transylvania. Like, well, I'm 4. watching. Like pencil me in for Hotel Transylvania. Like I'll go to like yeah. the pre-screenings. Yeah, like, I'm actually uh, telling you, like in all seriousness, I've seen all three. <clears throat> I think it was the second. Like I actually had me like laughing out loud. Like okay, it was so hilarious. This is legit then. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely wow. be watching it. It was a great movie. Like I love that movie. So that's my genius of the week. I love it. Right on. So for my bozo of the week, I'm going to start with that. Um, we had the Euro final. We already talked about it last episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like how anytime there's any sort of big sporting event, there's always like, uh, you know, BR bets or whatever. There's always like big bets that are posted. I don't know if you boys saw this, but there's a guy who bet, I think, $3,000 on the outcome of the game. Yeah, I saw Or at least what he thought I was the outcome that. of the game. I didn't know. Shout out to Ryan Nealon, by the way, for feeding me this one. He said, Let's this go. should be your bozo of the week. So I said, okay, one. it's go. a good one. And so he puts uh, he puts the 3000 down. He's like, oh, I'm betting on them for the Euros, right? Because this was like a few months ago. For right? England? Yeah, for uh, Italy. Okay. It was, it was it was 300, right? Might have been 300 with like a 3000 payout. It was yeah, a big payout. It, it was nice. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. And so he puts the bet down, right? He's like, okay, like it's good for the Euros. Little did he know, he miss he put did a little mi- miss input and he put the bet for the World Cup. Yeah, huge mistake. And as we all know, Italy won. Would have been a nice payout. Um, but now you know, I mean, who knows? Italy could win it. He could be the genius nah. later down the line. Yeah, he could be the biggest on us. But as of right now, as of right now, bozo, bozo of the week, the Italy guy. Yeah, yeah, the Italian guy. Yeah. He, the guy that doesn't have three thousand in his pocket right now. Yeah, he yeah. will. He loses. Yeah, and then my genius of the week we got. I got sharks. Okay. So there's a story that just came out. It says shark advocates call for rebranding violent attacks as interactions. So <laughs> wow. So oh. shout out to sharks. They uh they've <laughs> winning the PR battle. That's what they're doing right now. You know, it's been a long time. Jaws. You know, Jaws one, Jaws two, all the other Jaws that came out. Long time where we thought shark attacks were like 
you know, it's a bad thing. Like it's a violent, like it's, it's an attack, right? Hey, interactions. Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> clean that up. Yeah. But we're cleaning it up right, right now. Stops right now. Right now. Sharks, yep. they got their PR team out there. I don't know who's doing the job. <laughs> Joe Thornton probably. <laughs> yeah. Jumbo. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so those, uh, formerly known as attacks are now interactions. So shout out to sharks. So if you like, beat up someone you just you don't say you beat them up you say you had an interaction we interact yeah. okay yeah. we interacted yeah. good to know it is good to know yeah look at that shark interactions yeah. who could who could have seen it coming uh we're on to no conclusive evidence then we'll pack it up and get out of here you know what this is just a little take a little take that we've got in the chamber let it go uh, who wants to bat lead off here i can i can all right so i was thinking i've been thinking a lot about conor mcgregor and the ufc and fighting in general like the sport mm-hmm. and uh, i've come to a little bit of a conclusion um i think that probably about 80 percent of legacy is defined by when you retire okay I, i'm yeah yeah i'm gonna go 80 percent, and i want to give you guys some examples so conor mcgregor right was widely considered one of the goats in mma he yeah. was like we talked about last episode. He was kind of a pioneer in the sport as far as PR goes. He was one of the greatest strikers for a long time, first two two division champion. But he continued to fight mm-hmm. even past was probably his prime. He lost to Khabib Nurmagomedov. He beat Donald Cerrone, and then he lost. He's he's lost to Dustin Poirier. So he's had a little bit of a rough patch, and it looks like now he's he's over the hill. So tough there. When you look at guys like. Floyd, for example, he decided he was going to finish, you know, he's going to fight 50 fights. He went 50 and 0 and he retired. And you compare the legacy of those two guys. One we view as one of the greatest boxers, probably in my opinion, personally, the greatest boxer of all time. And the other one is, you know, he's an exciting fighter who ended off mediocre. And I want to frame this also in probably my favorite quote from my, you know, a movie I really enjoy, which is The Dark Knight. It says, the quote is, I'm sure you guys have all heard it. You either die a villain, wow. or you die, die a hero, wow. or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Just end the podcast right yeah. here. Yeah, and I just think that's true. Credits. I think that's true in everything. Even if you look at rappers, like you look at like Biggie Smalls, the guys that died when they were in their prime are viewed even today way more highly than the guys like Eminem, for example, who stuck it out. Like, yeah. Imagine if Eminem just called it a career after so like McGregor should just die. That's what I should have. I'm saying I agree with Cookie, dude. He needs to retire. He needs to pack it. That's why I was a new podcast too, Tarantino. He, he says, I'm only doing 10 films. One of the greatest directors of all time. Mm-hmm. And he's being yeah. asked, like, why? And it's like, I want to finish on top, right? You look at guys like Khabib Nurmagomedov. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, the greatest of all time. He he said, I'm doing 25 or however many fights. I think it's 25 that he did. Um, I'm not going to fight without my dad because his dad died. He calls it a career. Greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, so I just think, just to put a bow on it, um, a lot of legacy, obviously, is based on what somebody does in their career. But obviously... We've seen it with LeBron. We've seen it with everybody. The career, there's an arc. And it peaks and it rises, peaks and it declines. And I think really, especially in combat sports, a big percentage of, I would say, 80% of your legacy is defined by when you retire. I I agree. agree. I agree. Like That That was a good take. I love that. That Thank you, Cookie. Thank you. (laughs) If I could could just add, like, my tennis take here Uh is uh, same thing with Federer. Um, I yeah. def I think he should have retired like three four years ago when he was at his prime because uh, I think that's when he won his like last Grand Slam which was at Wimbledon and I mean he it, he wasn't supposed to like how do you know that Djokovic and Nadal are gonna get to twenty like that was like they did this in the last four or five years so you didn't know that could have retired on top didn't and he he'll never win a Grand Slam again 
I don't think he'll ever retire on top. So I definitely think he should have, like you said, shortened his career up. You had the 20 man. At that point, it didn't seem like anyone could catch up to you. So like you should have just retired then. And now he'll never really finish on top. He'll just have to retire one day and, and yeah. that'll be that. So I don't that's completely same, agree. Same with McGregor. He's just going to come to a point where he's, he'll not attract the same sort of, you know, big money fights that he's, that he has. Yeah, the, his he, last yeah. fight was Jordan on the Wizards. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, yeah, I hate watching the, the decline. Yeah. And like the thing with McGregor now is just like, cause he just talks so much. Like no yeah. one even, like no one even listens to it. Like it's yeah. just all talk. Yeah, he's, it works when you're winning and when you're backing it up. But it's when you're tough when you lose. Yeah. He, he, he's fallen off a big cliff. He has. Yeah. And, and it's a tough situation. Like, when you play basketball, I'll bring it back to that. Oh like, if God. you're playing pickup, right, and you, you're winning a bunch of games, and you're like, okay, like, they peer pressure you into doing one more. It's like, I go home. We'll just do one more, one more. And you play it, and you lose that game. After going on wing streak, you, you stay. You have to stay. Yeah. And yeah. and it just doesn't get better. So, you, you got to go out to go in. So, yeah. this is what yeah, I'm right. saying about LeBron. It's like, like, I'm seeing. <laughs> okay. Bye, here we go. <laughs> I'm uh, seeing this all kind of come down. Uh-huh. And I just, like. I just don't want to see him go through. Yeah, he'll go through that later end of his career. Yeah, so you're just saying becomes rough. It's coming from a place like he, of love. He, he, like he's at maybe a little bit past that peak. Cliff. Yeah, and it's just like it's it's just going to be tough. So when he won the championship with the Lakers, he probably should have retired. Eh, on top. On top. Well, I guess you have to like play one more to yeah. see if you can run it back. But now. Yeah, see, oh. I, that's the problem with LeBron because I just think he's chasing Jordan at this point. Yeah. Like Jordan, he's trying Jordan to get the six, left but it's like. I don't think he wants to play with his son. I actually do. I think he wants yeah. to see Bronny. And he, wow. wants, he wants to score the most points of all time. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll gonna, yeah it's going to take like two or three more years. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. That's definitely what he's hanging on for. All right. What you got? So else? my take's not as uh, as good as Owens. Owens was unreal. Uh, so given the Euros, and I'm sure we all saw, I don't really know the royal family that much, but it's Prince William and Prince George, right? They were at the game. And I saw yeah. a lot of hate, and, and I completely agree uh, the little kid, Prince George, he doesn't have to always dress up like he's going to Wall Street. <laughs> just so sad. Like, he has to wear a suit everywhere he goes. Like, he was at the game for, like, two hours. Just let him wear a jersey. Like, I don't know why it's such a big deal. Yeah. Everywhere else, I agree. Like, big events, sure, wear it. Come on, man. Like, let the kid be a kid. He's only, like, four or five. I don't know. They don't... should they should make you, like, have to have a jersey to yeah. like, watch the game. Oh, yeah. Like, have you seen, have you I, seen I in some, of these, some of these basketball games, like, where the, the kind of front, Tickets are so expensive. Yeah. And it's just all these corporate guys That's in like yeah, suits. It's so... And it's just like all the fans in the top. Like they should not let you come in with a suit. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's so corny. corny. It's so so corny, dude. Like you're gonna come we're coming straight from your job for your courtside tickets. Like, no. Like change out. Exactly. Also, I hate when people wear like a random jersey that has nothing to do with the game to the game. Yeah. Like if like it's like Flames either. Oilers and someone comes with like a Minnesota Wild jersey. Like, what the hell? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Go I'm back home. You. I agree. Uh, my no conclusive evidence, it's pretty short and sweet this week. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he didn't shit his pants at McDonald's after a rugby match in 1997. <laughs> no conclusive evidence, you did shit your pants <laughs> at, after a rugby match in McDonald's in 1997. That's all I got this week for that one. I wonder how that came up. I wonder as well. But if the fact he really decided to get in front of that one oh, it makes me think that hilarious. there's uh, a little more there. <laughs> So that's my take this week. There it is. It's in the books. First ever episode with a guest. Unreal. It was a pleasure. How'd you feel? It really was. I, I, was, I was nervous at the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but he's know, into it. Yeah, yeah. You guys got good flow, so thank you. Thank there you, Kiki. We, we love it. But, yeah. 10 out of 10 episode. We did it again. We did. Slam it. Put it in the books. Give us a nice review. Yeah, please do. Wherever. Five stars. Spotify. Yeah. Apple. 
uh, over on TikTok at the Come Fight on, Podcast. Come on, the TikTok yeah. up here a little yeah, bit. We haven't right. got ten over ten k views in a while here. So let's, yeah, you're come str- on, guys. You're at the eights and the nines. Yeah, I've you're really struggling. spamming it. So yeah. <laughs> it's all good stuff over there, though. Go check it out. Definitely. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Cookie, we'll, we'd love to have you back again. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I'd love to come back. Before, we'll have a part two for before sure. I, yeah. Before I leave. We'll follow it up. I love it. I got into football, so I got to get into football. Let's go. Okay. I'm Next loving that. That's our goal. Football that's, takes that's with Cookie by the next time. I, he's on every, the show. every year I get a little bit more into it, you know. I nice. got the Chief. Let's go. You're easy into it. Uh, he likes the Chiefs, okay? I, that's good. Thinking, well, Mahomes. I'm uh, thinking okay. I'm nice. thinking he'll he'll be better than Brady. Just just for the so the fans <laughs> interesting. Just so the fans know his his easing into it last year was making Christian McCaffrey his wallpaper and doing nothing else. Yeah. Mahomes is the Take desktop. Wallpaper. One step at a time. Yeah. Baby yeah. steps. Baby steps. Yeah. Ease into it. It yeah. always starts Just with like the, the wallpaper. Podcast. And like the quick yeah. Instagram follow. Phil knows what I'm talking about. Uh, I know what you're talking about for sure. That's the show. We'll be back again on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you guys then.